Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Total Wine has thousands of wines to savor and pairings for every flavor. Spirits line the shelves. Gifts are easy with helpful elves. A wonderland to explore. Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down. Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Houston Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? It's your old buddy Murph back once again for another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody checking in with us for episode number 106. Coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave on the YouTubes as usual. Uh, see some uh, names already hopping in the chat. Appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Ron is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Raider Critique. Herman Munster. Jasmine Young. Raider Jobo. Uh, Mojo Cantrell. 
you'll see him in there. Adam Hill, uh, Raider Homer, Charles Frausto is in there. And uh, so, so, so pretty cool uh, that we got the chat already firing up. So thank you guys for joining us once again for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. And that, uh, that inhaler and that cough and that chuckle that you've heard, uh, that disembodied oh, yeah. chuckle, comes from the one and only uh, Uncle Mosh who, who adorns the Southern Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Studio Desk. Welcome to the show, Uncle Mosh. It's good to be here. Hang on a second. <laughs> no, Mo- I wasn't. <laughs> this is not a flashback to a misguided youth. That was me letting out the juice from the inhaler. <laughs> now, now, Uncle Mosh, you were uh, last week. We mentioned that you were playing injured, oh, and uh, so you're still kind of uh, on the path to recovery. So you got the Nyquil going. I got, you uh, got the. Uh, you got, did, you, did you download my song? I the can't, Nyquil can't Blues? play it because it's well, it's YouTube or not YouTube and iTunes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's copyright. So I, I did. I, I had to break down. I, uh, you know, we don't, we don't partake the way we used to. <laughs> but uh, I discovered you and I had a conversation last night. Uh, about a forty-minute conversation of exactly how much whiskey I put in that hot yes, toddy. Yes, yes. And uh, and you put all of it. I put all of it, <laughs> and uh, I, I I went to the I went back to the liquor store two nights in a row. Oh, I nice. haven't been in that liquor store in seven years. I was back two nights in a row, and the guy goes, "You want the same as you had last night?" And I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> that didn't take long." But uh, yeah, so. Uh, I, I went and got the steroid shot in the butt, and I got the inhaler, and I got the the NyQuil, and I, you know, uh, they they told me they go, okay, so you're about six days into it. The worst are days seven and eight, and I oh. said, oh, thanks. I got a show to do tomorrow. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, we, so uh, yeah, I'll be hacking and whacking and spitting and coughing <laughs> and puking and. and like normal yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well we appreciate you uh checking in and and, and hanging in there mosh and yeah, doing a yeah, yeah. you got a servant's heart uncle mosh you're doing the lord's work over there thank we you, appreciate you, you. Thank appreciate you, you checking in uh so uncle mosh so we have um we have a special guest with us uh this week in here in murph's fan cave and so for the first time ever we actually have an in-studio guest. Now, we've had numerous interviews over the years. We've had former Raiders. We've had current Raiders. We've had fans, of ta- lots of fans. We've had uh, celebrities. We've had a lot of people in the, in the fan cave, but none of them have ever actually joined us face-to-face here in the fan cave until this week, Uncle Mosh. And, uh, and, and to boot, that, that guest is not even a fan of this team. He's a fan of of that other team, that black and yellow team that our team is playing this week. Uh, Uncle Mosh, uh, what do you tell me? Quick thought real quick before I, uh, before I introduce our guest. Uh, you know, we got to know this guy. We got to know this guy. We have, we've been civil to this guy because <laughs> for a couple of reasons. We, number one, we go to church with him. And on Sundays, we got to be friendly. We got to be friendly you know, on and Sunday. Then, yeah. And then we both coached his kid, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, we, we can't hate on him too much that way. And his wife's one hell of a cook. <laughs> so the guy has some good things going on in his life. It's just that his fandom sucks. <laughs> you know, but he's still, he's still a bro. He's still a bro. He's so, still a bro. All right. So let, let us, let us, let's get to the formalities. So, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, a man who is, uh, 
His skill and talent as a busy touring musician is matched only by his long list of recording credits uh, and, and the work that he has done with a multitude of artists over varying genres. So we're talking about uh, the legendary John Waite. We're talking about the James Brown Horns, John Mellencamp, Les Dudek, the Disco Biscuits, Boz Skaggs, Winona Judd, Travis Tritt, Joe Diffie, Doug Stone, Tanya Tucker, uh, Rebecca Lynn Howard. The list goes on and on. Pam Tillis, Connie Smith, and of course the legendary Oak Ridge Boys. This guy is a is is a, you know highly touted uh, musician. Uh, he's a drummer. He was voted number two drummer and number two clinician of the year in the prestigious Modern Drummer Readers Poll. And uh, so he joins us here at, at Murph's Fan Cave. Welcome to the show, David Northrup. Welcome, David. Good to be here, gents. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Glad yeah. to have you. You know, we've talked about having you on the show a few times, and uh, so here it is Raiders Steelers week, and we figured what no better time than now, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, talked uh, about being civil on Sundays. We were civil at least before the game. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. Civil during church hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, David, uh, real quick before we get going, um, you know, we always honor – a, uh, a, a something that has to do with the Raiders on our show uh, in terms of the number of, of, of our show. So this year, this week we're doing episode number 106. And so uh, to honor episode number 106, we're going to tie that to a, to a yardage distance. Like we'll tie it to like, say a, like a number, like you're wearing a Palomalo Jersey. So like episode 43, right? Right. On. Palomalo, right. So I'm going to tie it this week's episode number 106 to uh to a yardage total which is 106 yards david where were you on october 27th 2013 i have no idea i do where was i on my couch oh was i yeah oh, that's right and do you remember watching. what happened that day uh i i well i'm i'm sure that the steelers <laughs> lost because every time i've come to this home to watch the steelers play any game we lose. You do. So I don't make a lot of effort to come here to watch Steelers <laughs> games anymore. There's so, so, some sort of so, sick consistency of loss when I come over here. So on that day, Terrell Pryor, uh, then our quarterback, ran 93 yards on the first play from scrimmage and was the longest touchdown run by a quarterback. And the Oakland Raiders won by uh, uh, following a bye week for the first time since 2002. That day, we beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 21-18. to And on that day, David... Uh, Terrell Pryor finished with nine carries and 106 yards along with that touchdown. So we want to celebrate Terrell oh, Pryor. And here. you would know that. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> of course you would. Well, and I just thought you that you had such a fun time over here that day watching the Raiders sort of. beat the Steelers. I just thought, figured I would bring that up. Well, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm speechless. Nice. And now for something completely different. All right. It's time. Knock it off, you two. <laughs> okay. We got, we'll got. we save this for later, but we need, to, uh, we need to set some parameters here. And I think, you know, there can only be, like, you know, so many top dogs in the room. So, Murph. Yes. It's a, uh, it's a little known fact here, and uh, David Northrup might not know this, 
But you're quite the accomplished percussionist yourself. I've been known to drum a little bit, Uncle Mosh. You can, you can, uh, you can bang the skins with the best of them. I can, and I can play the drums too. And uh, oh, <laughs> this is a family. <laughs> show. Man, when do we need a rim shot? Yeah, right now. <laughs> so I think to settle this and to just go ahead and just set things right. Okay. I think we ought to have a little drum off. A drum off. A drum off. Is this like a like a like a like a uh, uh, you know a uh, what am I trying to say? A traditional drum off or like a Tennessee death match or what? I think it's it's not in a cage. Okay, the, the, all the, right. The fan cave isn't big enough. All right. But uh, let me let me let me check with you. Put you on hold for a second. Talk okay. to our all guest, right. Mr. Northrop. Would you be interested in a small little drum off? Yeah, sure. All right, since. Since Murph, since you are yes. the host, yeah, and you don't get paid to do this, and he does, uh, I think you need to. Uh, I think you need to go first, and I think what we'll do is we'll make a decision based on your skills, your volume, your creativity, and uh, we'll see. Just who the better drummer is. All right, so I'm going first. You go first. And okay. I'll call it live. Okay. All right. I'm here. We go. I'm, let's 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 do the drum off. Okay. So Murph, as he as he dismounts his directors, producers, uh, writer, and or the big Kahuna in the fan cave, approaches the drum set. He's doing a little uh, a little little uh, little test. He got a little test. He, Murph, it's a little known fact, but Murph comes with both feet and both hands. Ready? On you, Murph. All right, here we go. And one, two, three. Oh! Unbelievable. Drop the mic, That Murph. was impressive. Let's see if... Top that, Northrop. He, All right, you can't well. hear him, but Murph screamed, top that, Northrop. All right, he I'll, who makes a living doing this. I'll give it a shot. All right. So as the visitor approaches the drum set, and remember what Murph just played. It was amazing. Okay. He started with a one, two, three, and then he just, he hit them all. He hit all the drums. I hit all of them. I hit all, all of the them. symbols. He had his feet working. All right. Here we go. You're up on, on you. Oh, uh, I've got it. I've got him. Well, I can't play that exact thing. I could play something like maybe. I think we have and a little bit of applause for our clear-cut winner. Yay. And uh, we just, I just want to say right now, I want to say thank you, Dave. 
Dave. Sure. We appreciate you coming uh, out and doing that. And I'm sorry that you had to lose the sorry, first ever yep. Raiders fan. You know, better radio. luck next time, Dave. Yeah, Maybe that's next okay. Time. I, it's it's you know. sort of appropriate. I mean, you know, three Super Bowl victories to six. All Super right, Bowl that's enough. And we've okay. got it. All right. Okay. Can, can you turn this? Can you turn his camera? I think off? I can yeah, turn, turn his mic down. For oh sure. no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we, we, we jested, but appreciate you joining us hey, here. My uh, pleasure. Thank show. you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. That was amazing. And uh, I, we, we can't do it justice. We don't have the mic set up for it. But uh, Dave is a phenomenal drummer. And, yes. And, I, and I, I've showed his, his stuff on the YouTube to my kids at school. I've, I've got a lot of musicians here. And we, for, we're, uh, we're a bedroom community in Nashville. Nashville's Music City, USA. And we have, you know... We were talking earlier, you can't sling a cat in this town without hitting somebody that plays for somebody, and, and Dave's one of the best around here. So how can how can our fans see more of his stuff? Yeah, De- so you've got uh, a new CD coming up, right? You worked on you got a solo project. I do, and, yeah. And you've, you've, you've done a lot in your career, Dave. You've I have. Been on, I've been real tell blessed. Us, tell us a little bit about uh, about what you got going on and what you've done, man. Give us the well, highlights. Cool. Um, well, Last year, uh, I toured with Boss Gags all year. That was a huge highlight so far in my career, having been a huge Boss Gags fan from as long as I can remember back back in the day growing up. Um, currently doing some work with a, a 80s country artist named T. Graham Brown, fantastic vocalist, great artist, had a bunch of hits in the 80s. Uh, also in almost finished with my first solo project uh it's an album coming out it's an instrumental jazz fusion record called shapes uh all the tracks are complete for that recording right now i'm just a a matter of getting it mixed and printed up i'm hoping uh early spring cool release date yeah awesome yeah so it's been been really exciting yeah that's that's uh that's probably the biggest focus right now um yeah i've been really fortunate been blessed uh you know i got my first really big gig with travis tritt in 2000 i moved here in 1995 from central florida landed a gig with travis tritt and did that for a while and uh have just been fortunate to bounce around to you know different different country artist gigs and it's been good. It's been oh, a heck of cool. a ride. I've been blessed. Very blessed. Very fortunate. So you were telling us before the show started, uh, and and uh, just to let you guys know here in the in the in the chat, joining us, we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of the Raiders Steelers rivalry. That's one of the reasons yeah. we wanted to talk to Dave is is really talk about this. But we definitely wanted to we want to hear a little bit about your fandom, though. Even though uh, this is Raiders fan radio and you're sure. a Steelers fan, but we do want to hear about your fandom. You're telling us a cool story oh, uh, yeah. about uh, you got a chance. You played the Tonight Show and you met Jerome Bettis. So yeah, tell us about yeah. that. So this was, I, it's got to be about 2003. Uh, Travis had a a single out called What Say You uh, with John Cougar Mellencamp. So John and Travis had a, this duet and it was sort of a political song. So uh, we had a uh, had the opportunity to go play the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. And it was Travis Tritt, of course, and and John Cougar Mellencamp. And I remember it because it was sort of a big deal. Um, uh, Senator Fred Thompson announced his run for the presidency. From Tennessee, Senator Fred Thompson. Yes, from from Tennessee on that episode. And Jerome Bettis was also on the episode promoting his uh, new 
biography that he was uh, autobiography that he had just just released. So I was really extremely excited to. Well, first it was the first time I had ever been on Jay Leno and. Jerome Bettis was going to be yeah, on. So right. I was like, holy cow, this is incredible. So my wife, being the awesome woman that she is, she bought me a Jerome Bettis uh, football jersey and had it sent to our hotel in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, the jersey didn't arrive in time. I was actually going to wear it on the show. Well, I, I was hoping to be able to wear it on the show. Uh I would have had to have cleared that with, with Travis. And had I wore it, I probably would have got more camera time than he got. So so it was probably, it might have, it might have been a job security thing. Right. You know, yeah, God yeah. looking out for me saying, nah, you don't want to wear that. So anyways, uh, I had a chance to meet Jerome Bettis backstage, got a picture with him. It was really super cool. And the guy was uh, huge. He was just just so wide i couldn't believe <laughs> and the cool thing was like backstage i remember him you know I'm, i got a steelers uh t-shirt on and i'm waiting for him to re- arrive and he uh he finally gets there and there's like this long hallway in the back and i'm and i'm like oh there he, here he is he's, he's starting to walk down the down the hall and he could see me with the steelers jersey and he pointed at me nice. while he was walking oh, down nice, the hall nice. yeah so he gave me a high five and uh, this was before cell phones so it's 2003 or before cameras on cell phones. Right, so right, I right. Say, okay. Uh, still had a flip phone. So uh, I had a camera with me, of course, and I had to talk to the producer of Jay Leno to say, hey, man, is it cool if I get a picture with him? And, and they were like, yeah, you just, you know, you got to be cool. Wait till he does all, you know, all the things he has to do. And after his segment, we could probably snap a, a photo with you real quick. So I was able to do that, and he was real cool about it. But yeah, that was a that was a super highlight, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so. And then uh, I remember you sharing a story with me. One get one more, uh, if you don't want to tell me the story about when you played. Did not you play a halftime show or something? They had the Steelers at, like for Cincinnati or something, and you were wearing your Steelers gear. Or... Oh yeah, you know that that's really cool. Uh, a good friend of mine, Austin Cucaruto, who actually is the drummer with the Oak Ridge Boys now, went to high school with one of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so he got us um, tickets to go see a Monday night football game. And, of course, I wore my Steelers stuff. And I'm sitting in, like, the fan section with all the Cincinnati or the Cincinnati Bengals people. <laughs> and I'm the only one with Steelers stuff on. Nice. And they were cool. They embraced me. They were like, yeah, yeah man, yeah. you know, good for you. I mean, if you're brave enough to wear it, sure, we'll have respect for you. We're going to beat the crap out of you after the, sh- after the game. <laughs> you know? So that was pretty pretty cool. I've gone to like two, two, two Monday night football games. The last Monday night football game I went to, um, uh, Ken Anderson actually got me tickets. Oh I was, wow! Yeah, I like was, Ken, like former Ken, Bengals quarterback, former, Ken Anderson? former Bengals quarterback Ken Anderson, uh, who actually coached uh, was the 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 quarterback coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if you guys realize that the last. Uh, the last he retired in 2000 with Jerome Bettis after they won the the Super Bowl that they, okay. they played right. the, I think it was the Seahawks that they played yep. in uh in uh Detroit but uh, I was playing a show up there uh a Monday night football show promotional thing with with uh, an artist from Tennessee and it was uh it was to benefit one of his uh one of his causes I can't remember what it was but the artist I was playing for, uh, a guy named D. Vincent Williams, let him know that I was a huge Steelers fan. 
So he made arrangements, not with the Bengals, but with the Steelers to get me a ticket. And I was like third row, 50-yard line. I mean, I could actually almost grab uh, – Palomalo, that was so close. It was, it was so cool. You just want to touch his hair, yeah. huh? Yeah, you know, and, and of course, and of course, I, I wore all my Steelers nice. stuff. But when I performed, you know, respectfully, I took it off when I was on his stage. Sure. Uh, oh, you know, right, Ken, right, right. Ken Anderson yeah, stage. Yeah. But he had this really cool story. He was uh, so his son and his family. You know, they all lived in Cincinnati. They continued to live in Cincinnati, and you know, he lived up in Pittsburgh during the years when he was uh, coaching. And they were they were all just you know diehard Cincinnati fans, but to support Dad, you know they were uh, you know they 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 followed That's him, cool. and they were they were Steelers fans. So he was talking to he was he told me the story about after they won the Super Bowl in uh, in Detroit, they're walking downtown, and he's walking with his son, who I don't know how old his son was, but his son is decked out in his Steelers leather jacket and a Steelers jersey and a scarf and a hat, and they're walking. They're walking down the street, and uh, um, his son said, "You know, Dad, I'm really, I'm really proud for you. You know, great, great accomplishment." And he goes, "Well, I just want to let you know." Uh, Ken says this to his son. He goes, I- "I'm retired now. Uh, you know, you, you no longer, you no longer have to be a Steelers fan." So he walks. His son walks into a bar, takes his hat off, takes his leather jacket off, <laughs> takes his scarf, takes his jersey off, and just gives it to like strangers. <laughs> and he's walking down the street of Detroit without a without a coat without a shirt on he was like oh my god i've been freed of this black and yellow yeah and the, you know of course the way he told the story it was just hilarious you know but it was it was that's fantastic awesome. it was like wow that's so cool it's like man you got some really dedicated uh, family members to actually follow you to, uh, to to play you know to to be a fan for yeah, the Steelers right? when yeah. you know, they're diehard cincinnati fans oh, dave awesome. you're getting some uh, you're getting some great love from our fans and uh, our capo says uh Tell them what's yeah. Tell them about the, the chat. So that's Aaron he's, the Q Dog Raider in our chat Aaron, room. Our, our couple uh, Q Dog, couple Q Dog says, uh, "Man, I can't stand it. I like this Northrop dude." <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and, and there's a bunch of them that are talking about, man, Boss Gags. This guy's for for real, man. He's legit. Fact. And then Raider Critique says, "Fact is, jazz is one of the hardest musics to play." So our fans are recognizing your skills, man, and uh, and they appreciate you. They, uh, thank they, you for your embracing me, folks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, a Steeler fan on Raiders Fan Radio. It's, it's we're uh, we're breaking barriers here. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah. anyway, they're uh, they're they're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. Absolutely. Anything before we get before we kind of kick it off? Any website we can send folks to to check your uh, stuff yeah, out? Well, DavidNorthrop.com is is under construction right now, just with the uh, the new album coming out. So we're re- revamping that. Uh, I have a YouTube page, just David Northrup. Uh, if you can't find David Northrup, David Northrup drums. I've got a lot of cool videos. I've actually, you know, touring with Boss Gags last year. Uh, some some touring uh, stuff with the Oak Ridge Boys and a bunch of pro shot stuff, uh, actual DVD footage oh, cool. from uh, touring with Travis Tritt. There's a bunch of stuff there. Uh, got a Facebook page, David Northrup Drums. If you go to that and like that, that would be marvelous. All right. And that's the best way to kind of keep up with me on stuff that I have going on. I'm on, you know, other social media th- things, but I don't 
I don't. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's I, tough. I, I, it's, so many. It's man. just yeah. Facebook for me and, and my personal website. Once that comes out. All right, good deal. We'll definitely, uh, definitely support him, Raider Nation. Check out David Northrup Drums on Facebook, and thank you again. Yeah. And you're gonna sit in with us for the show. Heck you're gonna, yeah. You're gonna sit in. All right. You guys gonna... are gonna pummel me with all your statistics. <laughs> but the thing I'm gonna always remind you of is six. All right, Super that's, Bowl. Here he goes. We're working, See, you know, we were trying to play nice. We're, Dave. we're, we're trying to fill the second hand, guys. Oh my! All right, here he goes. Have Adam chat room. Hey, I got, I got something for you to put in your second hand. Pal. <laughs> hey. Whoa! <laughs> All right, Uncle Mosh, you want to hit us with a with a with a drop there, Mosh, and then we'll get we'll get started. Yeah, this is another guy that that that's musically inclined that I happen to like. Tell me what you think. Hey everybody, this is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, and you're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby. All right, Uncle Mosh and Dave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're here on Raiders Fan Radio, we always like to, uh, Dave, you know, we like to give respect. We don't do shout outs. We don't do props. We like to give respect. Hey, to, we to give a little respect. Uh, you know what I mean? We give, give, give respect. So you're a New York guy. You know how, how respect. Hey, forget about there it. There you go. So we like to give respect. So a couple guys we want to give respect to. Uh, number one, uh, I'm not going to play the audio, uh, but there is uh, one of the hosts of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt, occasionally goes on a rant about different teams. And this week he did one about the Raiders. And so I would definitely like to give him respect for doing that on national TV. Uh, but more importantly, I want to cover uh, number 45 right behind me. You know, the Raiders have a really cool tradition where they bring back a former player or somebody uh, that's significant in the organization to light the torch, to light the flame that, uh, that represents Al Davis. You know, the, 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 um, the flame that burns brightest is the Raiders' will to win, Dave. And, and uh, so they always bring back somebody of significance to light that. Well, this week was, uh, was Marcel Reese. Uh, so Marcel Reese was there to light the torch uh, for the game against um, – against the Chiefs, and so we got a little bit of a little audio clip to play for you. Uh, had to do with that. It's amazing December day. We got the sun out here. It's a perfect day for football. I brought my beautiful wife out here, um, my son, Merrick here, and, uh, and my daughter as well. Just my family, my inner circle, uh, just here to enjoy the day with me and uh, share this in this special time. He played for the Silver and Black for eight seasons. He's here today to light the torch in memory of and tribute to Al Davis, who declared that the fire that burns brightest in the Raider organization is the will to win. Raider Nation, please welcome home number 45, Marcel Reese. You know, I, I can't really put it into words. You know, Raider Nation is second to none. They know they have a special place in my heart, and uh, I'm forever grateful to them. All right, there we go. Marcel Reese, who's he's a you know he was referred to as a fan favorite, and he's definitely a favorite favorite oh, of ours. Yeah. We had just a couple years ago, Dave, this jersey, this autographed jersey that's behind me. Uh, he signed that uh, in, in person. Mosh and I went down uh, to the field during warmups during a Titans Raiders game, and uh, I was oh, wearing that jersey. I I hadn't planned on getting it signed or anything. I just had it on, and uh, he came over to where we were, and this, and he said, "Let me get that jersey." And so I, and so I, there was a, you know, a kid next to me that I had to elbow out of the way and steal a Sharpie. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But I, I, you, you wheeled him. 
Yeah. He was in a, a motorized oh, right. chair. All right, Heidi game. <laughs> but, but so, no, I did. I asked this kid if I could borrow a Sharpie, and he gave me a Sharpie. And so, so Marcel signed that right there on the field. And so well, that's pretty awesome. cool. And not to mention, he was just a great Raider, great representative of the Raiders, uh, famous for wearing the Al shirt after Al Davis passed away. And he was wearing that shirt when he lit the torch for Al Davis this past week. So, uh, so pretty cool. So we definitely give respect to. Uh, uh, to Marcel Reese. Uh, one more, Mosh, I would like to give respect to is that, uh, you know, right now things aren't going well for us in terms of the win-loss column, right? We have a lot of things to be excited about in terms of Raider Nation, but uh, things are things are tough, right? Um, there's I'll a give lot, you that. Things are tough. Things are tough. And so there's a lot of criticism out there. Uh, Dave, I don't know what's, what, uh, what, uh, what, do you, what do you call It's not Steeler Nation. We're not going to refer to them as that. But what do you call the fan base? Steelerville, Steeler people, oh, Steeler Nation, the Steeler, oh. the, Steeler. the Pittsburghs, the Pit Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. There's no T in it, just piss. Piss. It's like a frozen block of urine. Kind oh of a my thing. God! Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that before. It's like, really? like the poop, poop emoji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, piss, the piss block. The, piss, the Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh. Well, because we there's only one nation. And that's Raider Nation, Dave. So we won't do Steeler Nation. We'll just call the. The squealers? What do you want to do, Mosh? How do we uh, refer to them? You know, those people. The people. All I right. Just call so them those, those people. Well, I don't know what those people are like, Dave, but Raider Nation is very vocal in terms of their criticism of the team at times. And there's been a lot of criticism going on. There's criticism of our owner. There's criticism of the coach. It's kind of top to bottom. Well, if I can say with a 2-10 and ten, uh, record, I, I think. The, the, it's 9, uh, Dave. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it was 2-10. and ten. My, no, who, no. who invited them? Who's the new guy? Well, I, I'll, I'll explain the problem is, is that he's a musician. No, no, no. He See, only counts to eight. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking here on my app here are with the Steelers. And, are we two and ten? I guess that's right because you count the – Count the Raider or the uh, Chiefs game? We're, yeah, we're not talking about that game. Oh, I Dude. see. We hadn't got to that game. Talk about that game. We that's got to, we got to that game. It doesn't count until we talk about it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Us Pittsburgh guys, we we're not good at math, but I'm just looking at my Pittsburgh Steeler app, and it's telling me the. They have an app. Yeah, we do. Oh. We're high tech, baby. Oh my god. Well, hey, like we always say, we love numbers, but we hate math. So, uh, whatever. Two and nine and is is. Hey, what's the difference at this point? Well, I, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know. All right. Keep then. losing so for the for the for the for the draft. Fair enough. I'm sorry. We have fair. all the first round picks already. Yeah, yeah, we already got them all. All right. So anyway, so the the point of this segment is that it's easy to pile on, mm-hmm. right? And there are tons of people that have piled on the Raiders this year. Well, there's one guy. That hasn't. And, you know, we trust a handful of media outlets, Uncle Mosh. And one of those guys that we trust is Jerry McDonald of the San Jose Mercury News. And he had a tweet this week he put out and he said, you know what? It's easy to pile on. It's easy to pick on the Raiders. What's hard to do is to dig into it and actually look for some things to be positive about and to try to at least understand what the Raiders are trying to do. And so he's got a great article here. It's in the Mercury News. And basically, he just goes through and lists five things, and uh, that that you know, the Raiders are, are are doing well. So one of those is that we're better than the 49ers, right? <laughs> we can all. Well, there you go. And hey, it's, hey, it's a step in the right direction, sure. right? Um, the Car Gruden partnership is working. That's something actually that's gone very well. Is that Gruden and and Carr are are, are working well together, mm-hmm. as you know, with Tomlin and Roethlisberger, right? It's kind of important for your coach yeah. and quarterback 
to be on the same page. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and whether it's Brady and Belichick or whoever, it's a big deal. And so far, Carr and Gruden, the partnership is working. On the same page. Uh, the offensive line starting to come around, Mosh. Uh, we, we, That's right. Uh, we, you know, we, we love our guys, man. We love our line. We love our line. Or they're they're looking better. Uh, and then the, the the last one here, and I think I've only got the first four. But anyways, the practice habits are being established. You know, and he kind of talked about the the idea of uh, you know the the tone is being set. You referred to it early on when Gruden came in that they're not only rebuilding. Essentially, it's not so much a rebuild of personnel because a lot of the personnel, oddly enough, has remained the same. But it's kind of the overall. It's the it's, it's the culture. It's a cultural uh, rebuild, is what they're doing. Sure. And they're he's kind of remaking everything from the front office to the locker room, right? Yeah, exactly. And and you know, and and it it trickles down from the top. You know, it, it has to start. It has to start with the leadership. You know, you've got to have you got to have good leadership. You've got to have good men in control. You got to have people that that are in the top at the top that know what they're doing, and then they're going to build around that. There. Oh. Just a quick note for for Mr. Northrup. Yeah, Capo uh, Q Dog. Yeah, he says he lives up there. It's Steeler Country. Ah, ah Steeler Country. Yeah. Steeler Country. All right. Yeah, that's so right. That's okay. what we'll refer to your fans because like, you're not Steeler Nation, so you'll be Steeler okay. Country. Steeler Country. Yeah. Because how no, could I have not known that? I don't know. Because well, you don't live in Steeler Country. Yeah, I. You know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey we got a couple of uh we got some more respect to go right yeah so well that no that's gonna be the last one was i wanted to close out with jerry uh and uh let me read you one last thing here before you you hit the button though mosh uh at the end of this article jerry says raider fans amaze me i've long believed there isn't nearly as many of them uh yeah i see i already mentioned that and i said we weren't gonna play the audio guy that, these look at let me get the wide shot here the, Do that again, the, go ahead this is what happens when did Look, you say Romania? Did you? Did, hey, I'll, I'll see oh. you Romania, and I'll raise you a Romania. U.S. and a Mexico. Okay, yeah. I forgot Romania. All right, but I'll get to Romania. Let me finish my thought here. All right, thank go. you guys. Should I not Thank swear? You. No, <laughs> I was going to swear. Now he's going to. Now he's going to. No. Not only has he infiltrated the fan cave with that Steeler garb, now he wants an associate producer co- uh, no. credit as well. Yeah. <laughs> All the right. Next thing he's going to want is to, to, to play with my soundboard. Yeah, yeah hey, don't touch Uncle oh Mosh's soundboard. Uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Shake Jerry says Raider fans amaze me. I've long believed there isn't nearly as many of them locally or globally as the organization would have you believe. But when the Raiders kick off for home games, I look into the stands and I think this. This is the week that people are going to stop showing up. And while there are some empty seats, the support is much more than the organization deserves considering the product on the field and the fact they're heading out of town sooner or later. If they're not staying away in droves at 2-10, and 10, the Raiders can count on support over the last four games this uh, season and next season, uh, barring an early departure. Maybe they'll even have something to cheer about before the Raiders leave town. So. Woo! Not strong, bad. strong, strong man. Good stuff from Jerry there. So definitely yeah. support. Look, you know, we've we've rallied or at least I have against the mainstream media at times that report on the Raiders. This is not one of the guys that spreads misinformation. No, this no. guy does a great job of accurately reporting what goes on with the team. And so definitely uh, support what Jerry McDonald is doing. All right, Uncle Mosh, you brought it up. Go ahead and give out the last bit of respect to the fabulous country of Romania and tell Raider and, Nation and why. it has nothing to do with their lettuce. Okay? <laughs> and it's all been recalled, but, you I know, think we're, that's not, we're not... Uh, that's Romain. We're not... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> think, uh, Romania, think Nadia Comaneci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so we are... Yes. We are... 
I get you know I get all that social media stuff mixed up, you know, because now that I twit and I'm on the your Twitter, I'm, you're even in the chat room right I mean, now. I'm in the chat room. I figured out how to do it and and all that. But Dave, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're not only American; we are we play to worldwide fans. We have fans in U.S., Mexico, Italy, Denmark, Philippines, Costa Rica. Those are just, but those are the ones we've charted in. Those are the ones we've charted in. And now we are number three in Romania. In Romania. You guys are serious. There is only two other podcasts in all of Romania. That's incredible. That's right. Isn't that fun? That that is is we can't say better because we've never listened. No, to they're them. just have more people. They got Listen more people, and yeah. I can say I knew you when. You, can I know, say, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's amazing. Cool. So much, much respect Absolute. to Romania. Absolutely, yeah, the people cool. of Romania. That's pretty cool. Huh? We had a listener on, in the chat room last week from Serbia. We are all about Ooh. former Eastern Bloc countries. There you go. There you go, baby. That's it, man. We're so excited about that. That's great. Okay, uh, let's. Oh, hey, this one's for you, Dave. You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? And, and I'll tell you the reason that I played that. I the Violator? The Violator. I don't In the know. Me Too movement? And, I, you know. Oh, oh Dave. Oh, oh my that's, word. That's Violator there. Okay. That's... He's one of the legendary super fans of the Raiders. He's probably... Oh, easily. Him and Gorilla Rilla are like one and two. Yeah, don't, yeah. Please, nobody else take offense to me saying that because I'm. Sh- there are many, many wonderful Raiders super that guy's fans. That scary, man. But that's yeah, that's is. he's one of the the yeah, absolutely. The violator. One of the best, yeah. Well, um, violator, if you're listening, I, I I hope I didn't offend you by my little stupid comment. Oh, he's listening, Dave. Is he? And and we know your address, and I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna put it on the chat here. Hey, now. I don't have a I don't have a card like that. That's pretty awesome. I know you need yeah. to get a card like that. Well, you got the hair for the. I got the hair. You got the hair got working the hair. over there. Yeah, you got the look working for the super fan look. Dave showed up in in his starter jacket and his and his pajamas. And for those of you that are listening to the show and don't see it here on the YouTube, Dave is wearing spot. He's got spiked yellow yeah, hair. T- I'll take my headphones off. You could oh. really get the whole. Oh my gosh! Look at this. So he's got a spiked yellow hair. He's got a Palomaro jersey. Was Bosworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's got his his pajamas on. His his Steelers onesie underneath, and he's even got Steelers okay. slippers. All right, that's about enough of that. I got some problems. Right. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, all right. So speaking of the Steelers, let's get it. Let's get into it. Let's get into what Raider Nation wants to hear, and they want to hear us talk about. And the reason, one of the big reasons, besides the fact that you're a friend of ours, we wanted to talk about the Raiders Steelers rivalry and about the significance in sports of this rivalry. You know, there's a lot of uh, vitriol, if you will, towards uh, teams outside of our division, like uh, the New England Patriots, for instance. Okay. And, and, and the tuck rule is on still a hot topic in Raider nation, Dave. And aside from the teams in our division, Raider nation seems to hate the Patriots most. Okay. <laughs> well. Um, and, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I'm sure you hate the Absolutely. Patriots as well. Right. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, we uh, buy a ticket and stand in line, right? Yeah, Every, everyone, <laughs> everyone does. does, right? Yeah, of course. When you're the big, but you have to appreciate the greatness of Tom Brady. So I, you know, absolutely, I, I, I enjoy Which, whenever I could watch him play. I I watch because he's just he's brilliant, you know. And that team is incredibly well coached. So it's you know, being able to see it firsthand is going to be important in the history books. 
Absolutely. Someday. So you got to appreciate it. I can't stand the fact that they freaking win all the time. You know, especially when they play the Steelers. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, but yeah. it's like it's you know it's it's football at the highest level of excellence. So very well put, and you know we agree. We've actually caught a lot of flack at times for you know even like even like last year of like we wanted to see the Patriots win because we wanted to see something we'd never seen before. Yeah, you know what I mean. We wanted to see things happen uh, in, in in football that, that we hadn't seen sure. in the past, and so um, but anyway, so Raider Nation kind of some people took yeah. umbridge with that, and that's yeah. and that's fair. We all got yeah. different opinions, but but I'm I'm that's. I'm glad to hear you say that because because we kind of kind of yeah, feel the same. I mean, just, I mean if you know, if you're a fan of the sport and you're yeah. a fan of you know like the quarterback position and how it gets played to see somebody like Brady or Rodgers or whatever, yeah. how can you not like you know? It's just incredible, especially at 40 incredible. years old. It's like I, exactly. I, I, it's yeah. just he just keeps getting better. So uh, so aside from that though, so my my point or one of my points through this you know thing with the Patriots was that. Don't misguide your hatred, Raider Nation, that there is a lot of teams to hate, right? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, there's a lot of teams to hate, especially in our division. Um, but the Patriots, Like the Ravens. Come on, man. Well, they're they're not, you, you know. Yeah, well, for your division, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we hate the Ravens, too, because they broke Rich Gannon's shoulder and kept us out of a Super Bowl run one year. So, yeah. um, you know, but uh, as far as the, the, the Patriots go, the Steelers deserve way more of our hatred than <laughs> the Patriots do. And they when got you, mine. They got moshes, and when you talk to old-school Raider fans, they hate the Steelers much more than they ever hated the Patriots, and the reason why is that the Patriots kept us from winning one potential championship. The Steelers have kept us from winning many, many more than that, and when you look at the history of the teams, uh, going back into the 70s, when we look in the say now these teams never played in the wild card round and they didn't have the wild card for a long time anyways uh, during during this time but in the divisional round of the playoffs the Raiders and Steelers met three times we played in 72 73 and 83 and the Raiders won two of those three matchups we won in 73 and then we also won in uh, in in a in 83 and in 83 of course was when we went on to to win the Super Bowl as the then Los Angeles Raiders then you go to the AFC championship game our teams played three times as well we played in 74 we played in 75 and we played in 76 you want to talk about a heated rivalry. Our teams played in the AFC championship game three years in a row. Yeah. And only on the third try did the Raiders win. So for the the two times prior to that, the freaking Steelers beat us. So when we look at the actual chron chronology of it, 72, well, I don't do, I don't do math, Dave, as you know, but I do numbers, 72, 73, 74, 75, and 76, five years straight, our teams met up in the 70s, and one of those teams, whoever won that game, won the Super Bowl. Now, you want to talk about a rival? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, right? big time. Old school right there. Yeah, definitely old school. And, and you know, it's, it's funny because you talk to the old, the old guys like me that, that, that lived through that horrendous era. We can name almost as many Steelers as we can Raiders. Of course. Yeah. Jack Lambert, you know? Terry Bradshaw. Uh, you don't you know. have to. Yeah, okay, but... Mr. <laughs> But what? No, no. Yeah. All kidding aside. But you. Can. I've got all the football cards. Yeah. Do you really? You know? yeah, of and, course. And and you guys can, and, and and I'm willing to bet that the guys my age and older that also lived through that, and then you guys, the aficionados of football that came up re hearing the stories about that, can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Can name as many Raiders that tortured you as as Ken Stabler, baby. Yeah, you know? absolutely. There you go. You know, Snake. 
It's so it's it's definitely it's definitely a good uh, definitely definitely a definitely, good definitely, rivalry. Definitely a good rivalry. Blitnikoff, the kicker. What was his name? Fred Blitnikoff. It wasn't a kicker, Dave. Kicker. He was, was a Hall of Fame wide receiver. His picture, oh, that of, guy. His picture's right there in case you want to see. You oh, want to realize that it wasn't a kicker. No, I'm an idiot. You're thinking of George no, Blanda. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and, and our kickers had all their feet. <laughs> oh. oh. You're talking about the staff. <laughs> you're, talking about, you're talking about Rocky Blyer? <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, the fullback, yeah. yeah. He was, he was yeah, yeah they, they made it by half a foot or whatever, yeah. that joke. Yeah. Did I bump? There you go. Uh, okay, so Dave, I gave you a little cheat sheet there. Are they? Uh, what's the chat room going? Uh, well, well, I said so, Belitnikov being a, the kicker. Oh, they're trash. Well, they, they take, they're a little bit behind us, so they'll oh, catch up. Great. So that's okay. We'll, we'll crucify I'll, me. I'll be sure to. to well, yeah, actually, they, they they did chime in a little bit, and a lot of them were hey, saying you know, they go, you know, we hate this guy's team, but he was nice hate, up until his idiotic we, comment about Belitnikov being a hate, kicker. We hate Kansas City more. Well, so, good. And we're going to get to that in a minute too. We'll get to that in a minute. So on your cheat sheet here, Dave. So I gave you I'm a cheat sheet at of the Raiders and Steelers rivalry. So to kind of give you guys the tail of the tape. Uh, so it looks like this going into our matchup. Uh, the first meeting was October 25th, 1970. Uh, and then the last meeting, of course, was when the Steelers uh, uh, beat the Raiders 38-35 uh, in November of 15. I think you were here for that. No, you were here for that, weren't you? Uh, well, no, because no, we won. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I've right. Never, You've only ever seen them win. I've yeah. never seen them win a never game. Never seen them win. So I don't, yeah. come, I don't come to the house much <laughs> during the game. <laughs> so all, the all-time series, despite the Raiders kind of being down and the Steelers being up for the past since, I don't know, since the early 2000s, uh, we lead the series 15-13, to 13, uh, and we also lead not only to the all-time series, but we lead the regular season series 12-10. to 10. As I mentioned earlier, the postseason results were tied at 3-3, three and three. And the largest victory was in 2010 when your Steelers beat us uh, 35 to three. So, uh, Dave, you got some bullet points there. You want to you want to read a couple of those books. Now, these are the highlights of the rivalry. You want to you want to read one of those? No. Okay, I'll read it for you. (laughs) And uh, the inaugural game of the rivalry was during week six of the 1970 season. When the Raiders crushed the visiting Steelers 31-14, to the Steelers would miss out on the postseason while the Raiders went on to play the Colts in the AFC Championship. I'm glad I didn't read that Yeah, one. well, yeah. you want to go to the next one? No, not really. Mosh, you want to get one? Sure, in week three of the 1990 season, the Steelers would visit the Raiders and get beat 21-3. Both teams would have winning records, the Raiders 12-4. The Steelers not quite as good at 9-7, and but the Steelers <laughs> sat out of the playoffs while the Raiders made a trip to the AFC championship dave you sure you don't want to read one there's another no, one there i think i'm good. all right how about in week two of the 2002 season the raiders visited the steelers and won 30 to 17 both teams would have a winning record and possession of the first and third seeds of the playoffs and win their divisions despite this neither team uh, played each other in the postseason as the steelers were eventually knocked out by the titans while the raiders beat the titans and then went on to play the buccaneers in the super bowl that's pretty cool uh, that you, is awesome dave you want to read another one no, I haven't read sure. any of them. Okay, Mosh, you got one? Sure. Go well, the Raiders in 2009 rallied to defeat the Steelers 27-24 in a game where the two teams combined for five touchdowns in the fourth quarter. The game led, the game lead changed hands on all five of the game winner by future Steelers backup quarterback Bruce Gedkowski. Come <laughs> <laughs> Came with nine seconds to go in the fourth. Bruce, Bruce Gradkowski, do you remember that to Lewis Murphy? You remember when Lewis Murphy caught those two touchdown passes, Dave, and the Raiders won? 
No. You don't yeah. remember that? Yeah, I think that? I did. That was that was in Pittsburgh. You guys are much more prepared than I am. Were uh, you how here? About it? Was he here for that game? No, he wasn't here for he that one. He should have been. No. No. In week three of the 2012 season, the Raiders rallied from down 31-21 the fourth quarter to win the game 34-31 on a last second uh, Sebastian Janikowski field goal. I uh, the game that. saw. Remember that one? Yeah, the game saw several skirmishes between the two teams, and the NFL networks rebroadcasted the game, made a point of drawing parallels between the rivalries of the 70s and the current incarnation of the teams. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good that one. That was great. Uh, Dave, you sure you want to you wanna, uh, read one there? Now, give no, Dave a break. I'll get this last okay, one. Okay, all right. In week <laughs> eight of 2013, the Steelers went to Oakland to take on the Raiders, and their then starting quarterback, Terrell Pryor. Pryor ran for a 93-yard touchdown, which would be the longest run by any quarterback in NFL history. The Steelers tried to rally late in the game, but came up short. Losing 21-18. to 18. Do you remember all these games, Dave? I do. You know what? I just went to the rundown of the Raiders-Steelers rivalry, and miraculously, it's all Raider victories. There, Boom. Right? Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to break the, the, the curse of the, the, of, of the Steelers' losses. I'm going to come watch the game with you this, this, this Sunday. You're not invited. Oh. I'm not invited. <laughs> I, think, I think this would be an appropriate weekend. I think we might Actually, you know what? Good it might be good considering that they've never uh, – the Raiders have always won every time you've been here for the game. Yes, please come over. Well, we've got a lot of injuries, so I don't know. It could go – it's hit or miss. Well, so this week, as you you mentioned, the game this weekend, uh, the 2018 matchup, this is probably going to be the last time the Steelers – ever make a trip to Oakland because as as you know the uh the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas yeah. and we don't know where they're going to play next year and the opponents have already been set for this next uh season and the Steelers aren't going to Oakland so so this is it so Raider Nation uh I know that uh Mojo uh, one of our made men here on the show uh is going to the game and I know a lot of our listeners are are going to the game so definitely y'all represent Raider Nation proud as we all know you will and uh man let those Steelers have it because this is going to be the last time that we're going to see them in the Oakland Coliseum. Boom. Boom. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, next up here on Raiders Fan Radio, we'll do a little bit of like uh, kind of like a game review thing. Can, Can I give a shout out to my mother and father-in-law? Absolutely. Hey, man, Absolutely. my mother and father-in-law, George and Nancy Kruger, apparently are watching this because they just sent me a text. And my, my mother-in-law said, where did you get that blonde hair? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, for tuning in. <laughs> That's Good deal. Awesome. We appreciate absolutely. Thank you for tuning in. Thank Tell you for, her to subscribe. Hey. <laughs> yeah, hit that subscribe button while you're there. Oh, we never even did our contact information. And I got this from my father-in-law, oh, George Kruger. He said, Lions and Raiders are tied at six wins and six losses. Hey, he must be a Lions fan. Of course he is. Oh, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> from Detroit. There you Tragically. go. Tragically. <laughs> hey, you know, we... Uh, we're, he's, we, a, we, he's an optimist. He is an optimist. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> we, uh, we're all, all kidding aside, we were talking about... Uh, getting his mom to subscribe to us, yeah, and and subscribing to us is 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 really cool. But there's a way that you can you can hear all the stuff that we do. Yes, and uh, hang on, let me take a deep yeah, take breath your deep and breath and let's play our and, contact and information a hit on the inhaler and go. 
All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, Dave, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we have a chat room that stays pretty active. We see a lot of names in there. Three Ring Raiders, Joe Cantrell, Done With The Internet, Full Metal Mexican, Just Win Johnny, The Raider Critique, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Pirate 1975, Mr. Ruiz, uh, lots of names in there. John Switzer, I can't scroll through to see them all, but uh, thank you guys for supporting us as always and and, uh, and joining us in the chat room. And then there's a fantastic line, one of the funniest lines of the night so far. Uh, Bolichnikov being a, a kicker. Done with the internet. No, even better says, damn, Guy Fieri got mad skills. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> of your hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Guy Fieri's actually a Raiders fan. I don't yeah. Know, you know, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. Oh, funny. Good job. Uh, done with the cook, internet. Baby. Good job. Good job. All right. So, so Dave, um, in the, uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio, the highlight of our show is what we call the Sea of Fans mailbag, and that's where people call us at 909-345-3346, and they leave us a voicemail. We play it on the show, and then we respond to it. Uh, you can also email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com, and uh, we get some great uh, listener uh, feed uh, listener feedbacks. No, listener messages. Listener, listener messages. Listener yeah. messages. Thanks. Sure. Uh, what? So just don't what? You're just supposed to read it and keep going. Oh, it's like oh, if oh, I was oh. a producer talking in your ear. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, talk in my ear. <laughs> okay. I did I missed I'm all over the place. I um, know, but I, you'll come back to it. Well, let's just we do it now. Do. Hey. Let's just do it now. I, I I'm so all, before I'm, we get to see a fan's mailbag. Before we get to see a fan's we, mailbag. We we, we we gotta touch on last week's game. Yeah. You know, let's let's touch touch all right. just a smidgen right. because see a fans the see a fans megalbuckleball will will obviously. I think it's reference. that cough medicine. I, oh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, this is better than the hot toddies. I'm about uh, I'm about three three fourths of a bottle into the night. Oh, wow, Mosh, that'll do it, Uncle. Mosh, where's your? We need to get you a Jamarcus Russell jersey. Or we need to get you a Nyquil endorsement yeah. for the uh, for the program. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, you know. One of the things that we touched on last week was about, uh, Dave, about hating your rivals, right? And, and uh, when it's uh, what teams are you that, 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 that you hate? And, well, we don't embrace hate by any means in our normal lives. And in, terms of, in terms of football, uh, it's okay to hate a little bit. And so we played a, 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 an audio clip from a Raiders 
Chiefs game, Thursday Night Football last year, when Ving Rhames did this amazing voiceover about the hatred between these two teams. And don't you know it, it came right on the heels of our own Uncle Mosh doing his own Raiders hatred about a week before Bing did it yeah well yeah I looked it up it was actually two weeks prior so okay so it's two weeks prior uh and so we we wanted to play it then I didn't have it ready then but so to going back from last week I got it here ready to go for this week and so it's not only about the Chiefs it's kind of about the overall idea Ooh. about hating your rival and so this is fantastic so this is Uncle Mosh from last week and we're going to call this the RFR Rewind RFR Rewind Next one we're going to play. Grab yourself or your, your frosty adult beverage, if you will. This one's a, a few minutes long. Our, our, our fabulous Uncle Mosh, who provides so many voiceovers for our show, said he wanted to, to get on this week. He wanted to give a little bit of a rant. I told him to call in, and we'll feature him on the Sea of Fans. And he said, no, I want to come by and record it. I want to, So I said, all right, so come on by. So he came on by, and we recorded this here in the Dago Dungeon South. And here is Uncle Mosh, or as he calls himself here, the Raider Hater. Sonny and Murph, Raiders Fan Radio. You guys are preaching. That's right. You're standing up on the pulpit and you're going, love. We all need to love each <laughs> other. And with all that stuff going on, love this and love that. And then 30 seconds later, the next thing out of your mouth is, oh, man, the, I hate the Broncos. I hate <laughs> the Redskins. I hate the 49ers. Well, you know what? What you got here is the Raider hater. Haters gotta hate, and I'm a hater. I'm the Raider hater. Oh, 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 sure. We're in a time in our society right now when everybody's preaching love this and love that, and and we all got a cause. I'm here to claim the only good cause in sports that's worth talking about is how to hate. Now, hear me out. When is it appropriate in everyday life to walk down a street and look at a person and say that you hate them because of their ethnicity, their (laughs) handicap, their national origin, their religious preference, their gender, their speech pattern? The answer is never. It's never an appropriate course of action to hate somebody because of that stuff I was just talking about. But change that up a little bit and go into a bar in Boston and announce your hatred for the Yankees, you'll never buy a drink that entire evening. Heck, you might even be on the ballot for mayor. You see where I'm going? If we as fans, athletes, owners, managers, coaches, whatever we are, if we keep our causes and our issues out of sports and stick to just hating people because of their mascots or their hometowns, life would be so much easier. So here I am. I am the Raider hater. Why? Because the Steelers suck. New England cheats. The Chiefs are losers. The Broncos blow. And the 49ers are, well, they're the 49ers. I need no other reason to hate them than they're the 49ers. Look, I'm old school. And there's no such thing in my world as the Immaculate Reception. They cheated. And the tuck rule, it should be called the Foxborough Cornhole. That's right, I said it. When I started watching the Raiders, we prided ourselves as being the most penalized team in the NFL. We had a QB that partied hardier than Broadway Joe. 
We had a lineman from the University of Mars, and our owner, for crying out loud, drafted a punter with a broken foot. We were the bad boys of the NFL, and we hated everybody. You know why? Because everybody hated us. I am the Raider hater, not a Raider hater. (laughs) With all that being said, boys and girls, remember, our country is a great place, and we have great problems. And we need to continually work to make ourselves a more cohesive unit off the field. But on the field, we need to keep hating. We need to hate long. We need to hate deep, hate often, and never forget. Next week, I'm so excited. I'm excited to tell you why I hate the Chargers. Raider hater, out. (laughs) Holy cow. You need therapy. Isn't that fun? That was great. Yeah, it was fun. I know some great counselors. We'll talk after the show. Okay, awesome, awesome. All right, here we go, guys. Let's jump in to see a fan's mailbag. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. That might be my favorite rant you've ever done. Thank you. By the way, Thank that's that's you. such a good fun. one. I had that's fun such a good with one. Rant writing that one. That was fun. Hey, was fun. but you know, I, I'm not done. Oh, jeez. I, you know, because oh, in honor of Dave being here and my hatred for the Steelers, my yeah. love for Dave is one thing, but my hatred for his team <laughs> uh, is, is backed up by David Jones. David, David, David Jones. David Jones. He's he's a fan, and he posts this. This great thing on Facebook, and he, he talks about, oh, my gosh, he's got some great stories in here. And he's talking about uh, growing up, and his dad bet on football, and he's he's got some really good things. And he's, you know, gambling and drinking and, and having fun, you know, and it all, it all revolved around football and everything. And anyway, and, and he goes on, and, and he talks about his, you know, his, his fandom and his love for the game. And he says, but... He he has this little story, Dave, and he and 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 he's a true, he's a true hater, and he's a true <laughs> hater of the Steelers. And he says, but I have to give at least one of my many stories from going to Pittsburgh to watch my Raiders play. He was living in Pittsburgh, and he was a Raider fan. And he says, back in December two thousand, the next to the last game ever to be played in Three Rivers Stadium because it was to be imploded. I took my seven year old son to this game. Both of us were proudly sporting our black hole attire. In the third quarter, with the Raiders in the lead, my son had to go to the restroom. We entered a restroom filled with over 100 drunken Steeler fans. Out of my son's brainwashed Raiders mouth came a scream. The Steelers suck! (laughs) Suddenly, the entirety of all these drunk Steelers fans turned and looked directly at me. (laughs) Not my seven-year-old son, who I was trying to push in front of me, LOL, to the mob, all of a sudden started to close in on us. I grabbed my son by his Raider jersey, and I rushed out the door. As we started to go through the tunnel back into the stadium, I heard the screams from the Steelers fan directly behind my head. I pushed my son into the stadium, and I turned to face my demise. As I turned, a fist was coming at my face. Then it was like 
It was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> LOL, we were escorted out of Three Rivers Stadium only to miss Cordell Stewart's flipping comeback. We knocked him out of the game earlier, and so he came back. But victory in the fourth quarter. <sighs> this is my last message. <laughs> did, can I? Can I? Did he? Did he? Did they ever go to the bathroom, or did they pee their pants? Uh, you know, he doesn't go on to say, wow. but I'm sure David. After he know. got punched in the face, he probably peed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no one would ever treat a, uh, a fan of the opposing team ill at the Oakland Coliseum. Ever. We've never seen any of that. Oh ever. my gosh! We've never no, heard of it. Never either. even never heard of even it. Heard so of it. only this is the kind of behavior that Steelers country is uh, is famous for. Dave, you want to comment on that? I think you're both lying. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. I've been to Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, oh, uh, we we are very fair and very accommodating to those that, that choose to support. Accommodating, them. yeah, helping yeah. people out of the stadium. <laughs> yes, exactly. You punch them and in help, the face. And helping relieving yeah. them yeah. of their clothing. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And I bet you nobody even asked who hit who. They just they just, <laughs> just escorted the, the raider out. Everybody yeah. goes. That's exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Uncle Mosh, you got uh, you got another email for hey, us there. So, you want to jump into a voicemail? No, let's go with Rico. Do it. So Do it. Rico is our bro who Rico's Italian. Rico's Italian. And lives Rico, in the Canary he, Islands. He lives in the Canary Islands. Okay. So Rico says, you know, he 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 um, he wrote us a, a fairly long email, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and uh, chop it up just a little bit because I want to give you the highlights of it. But Rico spent his holidays and he was listening to our podcast in our and the YouTube and he was he said that he during some holidays recently he was in Italy, Slovakia and Sweden. So there's three countries. Wow. Rico's in the Canary Islands and he was listening to us while he was traveling in those three cool. countries. Cool. And uh he says but he, he wants to rewind a second back to the London game. Because it was the first time in his life that one of his dreams had come true. He arrived in London for the game, and he went to a pub. He uh, had his Plunkett t-shirt on, and some guys came in and started talking to him. And it turns out they were working for the Raiders staff. Oh, so he got wow, to hang cool. out in a pub in England with some Raiders staff. That's cool. Suddenly, he sees a shop as, he's, as he left the pub, and he's walking. And the Raiderettes and Maurice Hurst were there taking pictures and Very signing cool. autographs, right, right? So he spent some time in there, and he got his picture taken, and and uh, he, he he shared those pictures with us, and we'll put them on our website, and you can you can check those yeah, out, too. Yeah, for sure. And then as he was leaving, and he, he got to the game, and before the game started, in one of the tunnels, he sees Mr. Davis walking in, Mark Davis walking in, and people were screaming and doing pictures and blah, 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 and Mr. Davis wasn't looking at anyone. But uh, then all of a sudden, he screamed and he he yelled above everybody. It was like a lull in the in the crowd, and he yells out, "We believe in you, Mark!" And he raised his fist and he looked up, and their eyes met, and and, and Dreamweaver started playing. Dave Northrup was drumming silently. This yeah. really awesome jazz in the background. Yeah. You're doing brushes. Yeah. And he said, he said yeah. that you know Mark raised his fist back at him. He said it was one of the best moments of his life. Um, pardon me. He says um, he goes on to comment and he, he and he and he gives it, uh, some commentary and he says if you're not committed and don't feel part of the team, you're not a Raider. And if you're not a Raider, get out. You know, go cheer for someone else. Maybe the cowgirls or the pandas. 
You know, uh, I, I love that. I love that, you know, because we're, we're in, in, and he goes on to talk about we're Raiders. We're committed to excellence, you know, um, and he said, with all that, with all that said, uh, I hate everyone who is against us on a game day. So I really hope we sack badly little baby Ben Rother, who <laughs> then he goes on to say, God bless you and me and Mickey and Splatterhead and Fitz and all the made men. And he gives a shout out to Capo Q dog and uh, all awesome. the community around us supporting the nation. Uh, we got to support each other. Uh, P.S. He said, uh, I finally found a place for that Amari Pooper jersey that my sister gave me as a present two years ago. It's now a dress for the back of my toilet. And that picture is on our website. And it's awesome. Hold it. Can you flip it? Hold it up to your camera there. So you see see it. It's it's so funny. So so these are the pictures that Rico sent us. And look at. Yeah, 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 there. It's the Cooper. So look, he put the he so he's put his Amari Cooper jersey on the back of his toilet, and it's now the Cooper Pooper. That is fantastic. Brilliant. Great yeah, job, Rico. Great, great job, Thank Rico. You, Rico. We hear from you uh, uh, every now and again, and and when they do, they're always great letters and emails, and and keep supporting us all the all over Europe, baby. Absolutely, the Canary Islands and everywhere you go, and. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks again. Absolutely. Great stuff from Rico there. Appreciate your support of Raiders Fan Radio as always, my friend. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's do some voicemails. Uh, first off, we're going to hear from uh, our buddy B-Dog. And, uh, David, you don't know this, but he is in a pasture in Texas. Oh, nice. Well, hey, Mosh, hey, Murph. Uh, first of all, I got to say, what a game yesterday. That was closer than I expected. It was probably the first game I enjoyed watching since the Browns game. Oh, all the players looked like they were having fun. Mari Cooper. And uh, Marshall Aitman, man, he stepped up real big yesterday. I think he can be something special. You know, his first touchdown, showing some promise, I think. Oh, yesterday, the not yesterday, Sunday, the play, uh, Lee Smith touchdown. That, that play was beautiful, man. Not only was it a perfect pass by Carr, but it was a perfect catch by Lee Smith. There's nothing better than just seeing your quarterback in the pocket at the one-yard line, throw it to your tight end, and you see no defenders in sight. Also, to add on to that, every single one of the offensive linemen, all five of them, got a pancake block on that on that one play. It was amazing to watch. It was as beautiful as watching Jesus driving a monster truck through a flaming hoop of fire, I must say. Hey, I was uh, right on, thinking man. that hopefully one day y'all can come out to my pasture and watch the Raiders win the Super Bowl, you know. Mosh, Murph, Mikey, Q-Dog, by the way, congrats to the title of Capo, Refrigerator Raider, Steve, L.A. Raider, Big Raider Trucker, and everyone else who calls in, leaves emails, you know what I'm saying. Oh, and the other day we signed C.J. Anderson. I always kind of like C.J. Anderson, I mean, even though he was a Bronco at some point, but, you know, hard runner, gets the job done. But I was also thinking that is this sort of like a hint to where, like, is Beast Mode not coming back? Is this that, is this, is that? What this signing means is this kind of just like, hey, we need to bring in another running back because our running backs are having fumbling issues. I don't know. I kind of want to just get y'all's opinion on it. So, you know, thank y'all. Talk to you later. All right. Great job there, B-Dog. Appreciate the phone call from the pasture in Texas. That was pretty funny. That was a good line. Yeah, man. That was, yeah, that was, a, good. That was a good line. Um, so, you know, we signed C.J. Anderson, who is from Oakland. And it's funny, I think back to uh, he had a press conference once upon a time when he was a member of the Broncos, and he talked about how his mom would come to the games when the Broncos were playing the Raiders, and she wouldn't root for him. 
she'd be like, I'm sorry, son, you're playing the Raiders. Like it's <laughs> like, she's like, I'm not rooting for you. Like I'll oh root for God. you, you know, 14 times a year, but the two times you're playing the Raiders and, yeah. and, and he, and she referred to him as my Raiders. She's like, then, then no. So it was pretty funny. So anyway, now CJ Anderson has now become uh become a Raider. And so we'll have a good time watching him play uh, maybe even as soon as this weekend. But yeah, I think that kind of spells maybe not the end of Marshawn, as a career but certainly for this year mosh i don't and i don't expect i think marshawn signed up to be an oakland raider i don't expect that we're going to see him back at all it, uh, it maybe anymore i hate that but I, yeah and and i agree with that he's he uh he did sign up to come and play in oakland and uh and you know he's he's not a stupid man he's he understands that his his days are numbered as they all do you know the good ones want to go out on top you know, yeah. but, but when you're on top, you never look at the end. You know, not everybody can be Sandy Colfax. Yeah, that, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so, so it's uh, it's unfortunate the way that went down with the injury. But, you know, I, I don't hopefully he'll get that 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 send off, you know, at least that one more time to sure. play in Oakland. But who knows? I mean, they're talking about in the chat room tonight like crazy. Raiders might play in San Diego next year. We might play at old Qualcomm Stadium because, you know, we don't right now. Nobody knows where the Raiders are going to play next year. We're you know, going to be yeah, homeless limbo, for all intents. That's, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty until the 2020 Vegas Stadium gets done. So, all right. Well, speaking of San Diego, uh, let's hear from our buddy Mojo Raider. What's up, fellas? Mojo in San Diego. Uh, just calling after the uh, after the pretty impressive Chiefs game. You know, it was an L. We don't like taking the L's, but uh, it, it felt good to come into work today and uh, talk with some of the dudes around here without them making fun of me all day long, like usual in San Diego, California. Uh, <laughs> hey, I want to bring up one thing. You guys know I'm a big Conley fan. Read a stat today. He's allowed 15 yards in the last three games. What? Kids, kids special. Next thing I want to say, because I know it was just going to be one thing, but here's another. <laughs> um, Derek Carr, man, seven games in a row, no picks. I really hope I don't screw that up for him. So I just knocked <laughs> on uh, the little bit of wood I, I found inside the truck here. Um, and then last thing, hey, man, things just kind of worked out for me. Uh, me and the wife will be headed up to the Coliseum, uh, and we will attend the uh, – the Steelers game so um get ready for a video or two uh definitely some some picks anyway hey just win baby let's go Raiders 2020 Super Bowl later all right appreciate Mojo calling in as always so a couple things there uh you know he mentioned Mosh that it was a, it was a pretty good game right like we played this the, the the Chiefs well we played them within seven points uh, aside from the three fumbles, we sure would have liked to have seen the Raiders get an opportunity to win that football game. Uh, so I'll ask you both this question. Dave, we'll start with you. Um, I put out kind of an informal poll this week on our Facebook, and I asked, uh, is there a such thing as a moral victory? Is Can you take away playing well against arguably the best team in the league when you're arguably one of the worst teams in the league? Can you take away from that a seven-point loss is there anything? Is there is there a such thing even as a moral victory? Can you, as a fan, take solace in the fact that at least well you played well, or is that just goofy? You should just accept to want your team to win and nothing else. No, of course. If you, if there's some improvement and they they hold their own to a, a, a obviously a better stacked team, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, a respectable lose. Is there a possibility of that? A respectable loss, rather. I I guess. You know, know, and I I agree with what you're saying, Dave. I I think what I would look at is I would want to go and I would want to say, what were the locker rooms like? 
was the locker room after the Raiders' final seven drives or four touchdowns, two field goals, and then the, the lost yeah. bubble. You know, that's that what you said is respectable. So what's the locker room like, you know, after that? Hey, guys, you kicked ass in the fourth quarter, which you haven't done all year, and you showed that you can play, that you can go 60 minutes. And then, and then on the, the flip side of that, What's Kansas City's locker room like? Okay, we got the W, but by the skin of our teeth. You know? Absolutely. Which, which yeah, locker yeah. room yeah. would you rather be in? Absolutely. You, know? you got a- to look at that and you got to say, hey, you know, these were guys that had nothing to play for. These The Oakland Raiders had nothing to play for but pride, and they showed freaking pride. That's awesome. Yeah, you know? that's, that's, that's a great point. It's still, you know. A loss is a loss L's, is a loss. L's and L, right? Yeah. What yeah. about your Steelers lost a tough one this last week? Right? Yeah, last two weeks in a row. You know, it's uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a drag. You know, it seems like they're uh, they're losing gas at the end of the at the end of the games. Well, get ready for three in a row. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> even <laughs> even as beat up as we are, I think that we'll uh, we'll we will prevail. Who's gonna run the football for you guys? Connor's out now too, yeah, right? Connor's out. What is it? Uh Jalen Samuels, I believe, is gonna, is that, gonna take up the slack. Is that a local guy? No. Is that no, the that, guy who the one you were No, there's a guy named Ralph Webb that got activated into the practice squad who uh ironically is as a Vanderbilt grad, you know, being oh, okay. being you know based here in Nashville. Um you hear about guys that local guys, if you will, sort sort of local guys. But uh I guess Ralph Ralph Webb was a kind of a stellar player at at one point. Had, okay. had some uh some records here, running rushing records for Vanderbilt. But uh that was something that I thought was interesting that he had been activated onto the onto the practice squad. Um just sort of being a local guy. But uh So who's the other one that you said? The running back? Jalen Sam Jalen Samuels. Yeah, okay. he was a fifth fifth round uh pick from North Carolina State, and uh, they seem to be somewhat confident. I mean, he's been uh, showing some real promise uh, at practices, and and uh, you know they they seem to be confident that he'll he'll hold his own. You know, well, he's going against a good team to run the football against because that's one of the areas that we've been weak on. So yeah, you know what I mean. So we'll that'll that'll be an interesting matchup to watch. I I put you on the spot here. What about your tight end? Have you, I, I haven't watched a lot of Steelers uh, this year. That's another one. That, I mean, we just gave up to Travis Kelsey. He set a record for the Chiefs for yardage and, and catches and everything. How are the Steelers looking at tight end well, this year? Well, great. We've got McDonald. We've got Jesse James. I mean, it, they're, they're pretty strong. Yeah. You know, uh, of course, Big Ben, he's the man. Their, their uh, offensive line is looking fantastic. Their de- defensive line is looking fantastic. You know, it's just a matter of punching freaking uh, guys into the end zone or throwing, yeah, right. throwing, throwing the ball where it needs to be thrown. Well, and Antonio Brown's going to get loose. That was the last time that we played him. I think yeah. that was the day that Antonio Brown had like 180 receiving yards or something crazy. Of course, the game was close, but, man, Brown just had an amazing yeah, day last time the Raiders. It's, it's, uh, he's, he's a stud. All right, we're going to uh, get to another call here. What, real quick before we move on, though, one last one. That we'll, we'll just hit a few in a row. Uh, after this one, uh, Mojo mentioned Gary and Conley. Uh, Conley is playing fantastic, and I want to acknowledge that. 
I appreciate Mojo bringing him up. Uh, Conley has forced an incompletion on 28% of his targets when defending outside receivers this year. Not only does that rank third in the NFL, but it's also the highest rank for an Oakland cornerback in the pro football focus era. So that goes back to 2006. So we're talking about, I mean, pretty rarefied air there. That's Namdi Asamoah-type territory. So Conley is definitely playing well. And uh, so definitely thanks for bringing him up, Mojo. All right, let's go. I'm going to hit a hit, just kind of let it roll here. We're going to hit a few in a row. First off, let's hear from Houston Raiders Steve, who called before and after the game. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raiders Steve. I'm out at the Coliseum and everything with my great friend Marie. Uh, she's on the steering committee out of Fairfield and ran into Raider Greg and his lovely wife, Charmaine, from the Raider Nation podcast. We're thinking about you all, Murph and Mosh and Raider Nation out there. Arden Key blocked the uh, extra point right before halftime. I believe it's 19-7. to 7. Kansas City, I know the spread was 15, but, man, it's a beautiful day out here against the Chiefs. Uh, man, the team's struggling and everything, but they're trying to hang in there and everything. So they'll, they'll keep playing until the end of the game. And uh, Raider Nation for life. Never jump ship, never walk the plank, and uh, we're all in it. We're all family. I hope everybody has a great holiday season. Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year coming up. I know it's a little. Hey, Murph and Mosh, this is Steve, uh, Eastern Raider Steve. Man, what a game today. It was with my friend from, uh, Marie from Fairfield. And, uh, man, that game won all that we played all the way to the two minute warning and everything. The Raiders had a game that was loud as you know what in there. It was great. The ca- crowd really got behind it. De- Derek Carr was on the sidelines, you know, getting everybody pumped up at the end, trying to get them all fired up to, you know, make more noise. And, uh, I don't know, man, it was just a, it was, it was just a great game. I didn't realistically think we were going to beat the Chiefs. We just don't have the personnel that they have. But uh, we made a game of it all the way to the end. They played four quarters, and they played their hearts out, defense and offense. I'm sure there were some mistakes. Going against a bright young star in Patrick Mahomes and the great running backs that they have and receivers, Kelsey tore us up. We're all cheering loud for, uh, of course, uh, uh, Jordy and everything, and uh, he made some great catches. And a running game with Richard got going. Washington got going. All the, <laughs> it was almost lost my voice. Anyway, we saw a great game. They played their hearts out. Um uh, we're going to get built, uh, better in this draft, and we're going to just going to go out and uh, get better and better. Word is, from what I heard and everything from my friend Marie's on the steering committee, probably Reggie McKenzie's gone and Bruce Allen is back as a general manager next year. So, well, anyway, that's, that's the scuttlebutt that I heard. And who knows where we're playing next year. I don't think we're going to be playing in Oakland. I think we're going to be playing in San Diego, but I might be completely wrong. Anyway, God bless, and uh, great show as always. And uh, congratulations, Q-Dog, for getting capital. God bless, and you all take care. All right, thank you, Houston Raiders Steve, for checking in with us here on Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, always love it to hit the phone calls from the folks that go to the game, right? Yeah, you know, man. Right after the yeah, game. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. All right, let's go to the next caller. We have, uh, uh, I believe, a new caller, maybe? Florida Raider. Florida Raider. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh. Uh, I just listened to your latest podcast. Uh, this is uh, Florida Raider, Ben calling. Uh, got a few things that are just going uh, to rub me the wrong way. Um, especially this talk about Carr um, being benched, being traded, this, that, but he's talking heads on TV. You know, we should all just shut their pie holes. You know, this guy, <laughs> you give him a line, he proved what he can do two years ago. If they want to see a sorry quarterback situation, come on down to Florida and watch the uh, the local channels down here. you got a mess. you got Blake Bortles to start it off. you got Jameis Winston and Fitzpatrick. you got this mess down there in Miami. 
I mean, I got to put up with these games if I don't watch, you know, um, when I'm waiting for the Raider games to come on. And, uh, you know, we got a, a stud quarterback, man. Just give this guy some time and he will, you know, find receivers once we get some again. But, I mean, the, ki- the kid stands up. He never backs down from the podium. And, uh, you know, give this guy a break. I mean, he's got nothing to work with. The line is like a sieve. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's the zone blocking scheme that Cable's got going on. Um, you know, I'm thinking that a little bit. I look back at Seattle last year and Russell Wilson was running for his life. They pre- they seem like their line's pretty stout this year without him. So I don't know if that's the problem, but, uh, I know they've been banged up too. So you got to give them a little leeway there, but, uh, they need to fix that situation and Carl will come through. There's no doubt about that. Um, the, uh, second thing I'm having a problem with is, uh, Christmas time this year. I, I, I keep getting, uh, jerseys and these players are going faster than, uh, like they're running through a turnstile. So I'm not sure what jersey to get this Christmas. Uh, you know, I got a Mac jersey. He's gone. Uh, you know, I was thinking about getting a car, but now these people talking about car got me a little nervous. I got a Marshawn Lynch jersey. Now he's going to be gone. So I'm thinking old style, you know, go old school, like a Boletnikoff or a, uh, a Marv Hubbard or Mark Van Egan, you know, maybe, or a Kenny King. Uh, why don't you guys, uh, pick one for me so I can, uh, put it on my Christmas list. The third thing is, uh, these Chiefs. We were playing the Chiefs this week. I'm thoroughly disgusted. I've hated them all my life. I've been a fan since 1969, 1970. When I had to deal with Len Dawson and Buck Buchanan and Willie Lanier at middle linebacker with that stupid helmet he always wore, it looked like the great kazoo out there. Um, I, I just I've hated them since I was a kid. I still hate them to this day. Fourteen or fifteen and a half point underdogs at home is a disgrace. It should fire up this team. Let's you know light a light a fire under their rear ends and. Uh, and smack them around a little bit, and let's get uh, let's show these people what we're made of. Um, to win one of these games against them would be great this year. I said my passion of hatred against these Chiefs is is undeniable. I, I mean, I can ramble on all day about, about it. I can't wait to hear uh, Uncle Mosh's rant that you have taped next week. Um, I'm sure I'm going to love it. Hopefully, I'll be in. Uh, we'll be in all better moods come Monday after we shock the world and uh, knock these clowns off. So, anyway, have a good weekend, guys, and enjoy the game. Thanks. Bye-bye. Q-Dog loves him. Q-Dog, he was calling Florida Raiders is great, man. He was calling him uh, uh, Wyoming Raiders' long-lost brother. (laughs) Nice. He he said that, uh, he he, he says, please, give me a tailgating too much with Florida Raiders. Oh, absolutely. uh, Done and and done. A shout-out to you, uh, uh, Florida Raider. Q-Dog says you need to get a Jack Tatum, number 32 jersey. Tatum would be a good one. Tatum, uh, since he asked – my vote would be number twenty-four, and I and I and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it on camera here because not only with twenty-four, all right. So there you got the legendary Willie Brown wore twenty-four, but Charles Woodson wore twenty-four, and Marshawn wears twenty-four. So whether you go and regardless of which player you pick, I think twenty-four is a great Raiders jersey. So uh, that that would be my vote would be twenty-four. Dave, if now you're wearing Palomalu, yeah. So who is uh, as far as like you know, you have some iconic numbers there with with Steeler Nation. We'll give you the floor for a minute. Who, which, uh, which, which, which one would you pick? What if you had depends to pick a on Steeler? the era? I would say fifty-eight. That's Lambert, right? Jack Lambert, of course. Jack yeah. Lambert, that would yeah. be a good one. Is yeah. that is that? Where is your like? We ask our our Raider fans for their Mount Rushmore 
of Raiders. Like they're all so like, and we spot you Al Davis. So you got to pick three more. Mm -hmm. So for yours, I would say your Mount Rushmore would be what one of the Roonies would be one of like, you know, Dan or or art, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So then if you had to pick three other people to represent the Mount Rushmore of Steelers, coach Cower. Coach Cowell. Oh, interesting. Nice, okay. Nice. Yeah, he'd be killer. All right. Yeah. And who else? You got two more. Uh, Palomalo. Palomalo, right? Um, For the head and shoulders commercials alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Bradshaw yeah. would be cool, man. Four, four Super Bowls, man. It's yeah, kind of tough to argue. But, you know, he's, that, a, right? he's a personality. I've heard, man, I've, it, you know, both those guys, Cowell and, and, and Bradshaw. From what I've gathered from anybody that have, have met them, they you know they've all said they're really really cool. Did you ever gathered. get did you get a chance to see his show, the one he did with Henry Winkler and George Foreman? Uh no. And the it, one show? of the absolutely funniest shows on television. And Bradshaw, see, I relate to Bradshaw because Bradshaw will drop trow in a minute, you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, and it's yeah. just it's that old school thing, you know. You, yeah, yeah your, pants, your pants. If if they gotta come off, they gotta come off. You know? <laughs> and sometimes yeah. they come yeah. off by themselves. Sometimes yeah. they come off by yourself. Yeah, you know? I'm, but I'm sure. He's just, he's just a funny human being, man. He's yeah, just, yeah. I, and I I loved it when when he and Howie first started together. Big time. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah, that yeah, was just, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And and they're just everybody he works with. He's just got such great chemistry, yeah. man. The yeah. guy is just funny. Yeah, as he's just crap. he's a natural man. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. time. So is he is is that so so you got Bradshaw you got you, you said Palomalu Cower Cower and Art Rooney that's that's pretty solid that's yeah and of course Jack solid. Lambert too and Lambert Lambert yeah that yeah. that that would be uh, yeah and it's hard we, you know the the thing that's so hard about the question is that just like it is with the Raiders is that you can't fill it like you you're someone's gonna get left out mm-hmm. right like you know what I mean because like you, a you, mean Joe mean Green Joe Green you know like, yeah, you of know course I mean? that would, yeah he's iconic Heinz well. Ward yeah. Heinz, Heinz Ward and more modern day guys Bettis, even as you mentioned yeah, earlier, Bettis was amazing. So he's the only guy that I ever met, you know. From, oh, okay. From the Steelers. okay. That, that was really cool. That's very cool. All right, like Franco Harris. You know. uh, we don't talk about Franco. Come on, baby. Well, Sorry, he, you know he didn't catch it. Can't do it. He didn't catch it. He didn't catch it. He didn't catch it. Oh, he no. did. No, he didn't. And the ball hit Frenchie Fuqua, and it was illegal back in that, those days for an offensive player to touch the ball before another player caught the ball. Guys. So actually, so by the rules of the of the league at Guys, the time, let it it's go. an incomplete pass. I wasn't yeah. even alive for it, but it still hurts. It still hurts. No. I still haven't let no. it go. I, li- I I heard the stories vicariously through my uncles that did live through it, right? Oh, my. I know, right? It's, it's just deep-seated it's, stuff, Dave. It's, it's bad. It is Council. Do you guys I almost I almost quit counsel. watching This Is Us because they had that episode with, with Franco Harris on there. Did they really? Yeah, and it's, and it's one of the best written. It, it, it's an unbelievable television show, and it... it that episode about killed me. Of course, it's all there. They're in Pittsburgh, and they're oh, huge football fans. And awful. it's like, come on, it's Pittsburgh. Right, so there's no T in it. Yeah. I gotta give you. I gotta give a shout out. So there's there's yeah. these two guys, two friends of mine, both musicians, that are lighting up my phone. One, a great drummer named Cactus Mosier. Okay. Who uh, drummer for country, really successful country band. Uh, he plays with Winona Judd. Okay. Uh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. He he's uh, he's he's lighting me up here, saying yes, uh, the, the nation. And then, uh, is he's a Raider friend. fan? Oh, he's a big time Raider fan. Awesome! Ah. We definitely give respect to Cactus. Yeah, Appreciate Cactus you Mosher. checking us out tonight. And, Thank and you. And Dow Tomlin, who plays bass with Winona's band, he's also a crazy Raiders fan. 
and he's hitting me up right now saying, oh, yeah, go go Raiders. Awesome. Well, good deal. Nice. Definitely. I'm definitely glad, yeah. I'm glad Respect to, to both those yeah, guys. Cactus, yeah, Cactus also was the drummer for Highway 101 and okay. just a fantastic guy. I met him early on before I even moved to Nashville. Helped me out quite a bit. But, yeah, those guys are both need some counsel as well. They got brain damage. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say a prayer for them tonight. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? You they, know. Fit, they fit right, right into our family. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. Appreciate you sharing that we with us. We could actually get another seat set up if those two wanted to show yeah, up. Yeah, I know. I, I need to let them know. <laughs> we got the, we got the drum know. kit well, over there. Hey, we could, one of you could be like our quest love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be killer? Yeah. Yeah, I got to let them know. I got to let them know. They got to listen to this episode and say, guys, you know, it's on. That'd be amazing. That's that'd right. He can bring his bass. Oh my gosh, that'd be oh we'd have a Raider jam session, man. That'd yeah, be you can bring his, bring it, bring a bass and a little. You know, you can, man. That would be so. That'd fun. be fun. Uh, that'd, that'd be very hilarious. cool. Hey, we gotta move. All right, we gotta get moving here. So uh, next up, we're gonna hear from our buddy Emiliano, Big Raider Trucker. What's going on, the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Big Raider Trucker, checking in once again from Southern California. Mosh and Murph, how you guys doing? Want to talk about the game? Uh, wasn't expecting that. I will say, positive note, Carr looks like he's got a hell of a lot more fire in him. I can appreciate that. Also, Murph, I want your take on our secondary. Is it starting to be solidified, or is, or is that just a once in a blue moon and you think they'll shit the bed next week? <laughs> Let me get your take on that. Also, I want to say, Nation, me and Raider Jeff have finally done it. Their shirts are out. Uh, go check out Dead Pirate Sports. Go show them some love. Uh, you guys wanted them. So there they are. Also, I want to show, give big respects to Mr. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Congratulations, Capo. That's the man I'll follow all the way to the grave. All right, Raider Nation, I'm going to leave you with this. From east to west, Trucker has the black and silver nation on his back. For an RFR made man, there is no rest. All right, guys, take that for what it's worth. Like I always say, from the wound to the tomb, baby. And never, ever forget what happens in Vegas. That started in Oakland. Raider out. All right, good deal there. Appreciate you, uh, Emiliano, Big Raider Trucker. So uh, we had a tagline contest, Dave, where we had a, a listener submit their taglines, and his was what started in, wait, what, what happens in what Vegas happens in Vegas started, started in, in Oakland. Oakland. And so uh, now he and a, a friend of ours, uh, Jeff from deadpiratesports.com, uh, they've taken that uh, saying, and they've, they've got this really cool logo, and they put it on the back of a shirt. So you can find that, deadpiratesports.com. Go over there and, and uh, check it out. And they've, they've uh, Emiliano. Juliana was kind enough to send us a few of those shirts in there. They're really super cool. So definitely check them out there nice. and, uh, and get one of those. So you asked about the secondary. Um, yeah, I think our secondary is definitely coming together. Uh, you know, with Conley, I was kind of scared for Conley. Uh, Mosh, I was a little nervous the way, you know, his playing time was down. There was rumors that he might be traded, you know, that he didn't quite fit into Gunther's system. Like, I was a little nervous there because I'm like, Look, I, although I wasn't on board with the pick entirely when we when we grabbed him, I wanted us to get a linebacker. You know, still we we've we spent the pick. You've got the investment. You might as well you know take him on and uh, and do what you can with him. And so I'm glad to see it's now finally turning around. Uh, that coupled with Daryl Worley and now the emergence of Carl Joseph. Heck, man, you know minus Reggie Nelson. Yeah, our secondary is looking pretty decent. So uh, definitely um, excited about, uh, especially the physicality of it. There's, both those guys are good tacklers, and, and Joseph, of course, as we already know, is a good tackler. So good stuff. Yeah, and and you know they 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 kept Conley because they they thought they had to have seen something there to take him in the first place, and then knowing that they could coach him up and get him to to fit into the system the way they wanted. Hey, it's the 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 stuff. 
that they are do, they did in the off season is what we're seeing now. The fruits of the labor absolutely are coming out now. Absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely, great stuff. All right, uh, next up here. So for the camera here, Dave, can you see this guy right here? Is this? I'm, I'll hand it to you. Even looks like damaged does goods. That, does that look like anybody you know? Uh, no, no. Is that? Uh, does it ring a bell at snake? all? Snake? No. It's, <laughs> that's that's Lil Murph. Oh, that's Little Murph. That's Little Murph. So, so I'm big, big Murph, Murph, right? And then that's that's, that's like Murph. Tiny Elvis. It's kind of like Tiny Elvis, exactly. Yeah. yeah so, Little Murph uh, was uh, created by a good friend of ours, listener to the show, Monster Mash Ken, oh, owner nice. of Monster Mash Custom Collectibles or Custom Action Figures, I should say. So, check him out. Support what Ken does on Facebook, and let's hear his call. Murph, Gamash, Monster Mash Ken. Uh, good game tonight. You know, it wasn't a win, but you know, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, I think some guys went out there and left it out there on the field. It looked like they were having fun playing. Uh, Derek Carr almost hitting that 300 mark and uh, tossing a couple of uh, three touchdowns. And Marshall Aitman and him just got to get that chemistry together better. But that was a nice pass in the end zone when he jumped up there and caught it like Crabtree. And then uh, Jalen Richard almost broke 100. I, I think he had over 100 yards uh, all, all purpose. And then Cook is just always balling out. And the, the defense, yeah, we just need a pass rush. And anyway, <sighs> Side notes, all right. I want to talk about some other things. Uh, today was the first day of Hanukkah. My, my wife is my wife is Jewish. I'm not, but uh, so our kids are are learning from that. And so we're putting up. Uh, you know, we did the Hanukkah uh, first night of Hanukkah today, but we also put up our Christmas tree. And my daughter uh, Abigail, uh, Abby Rocket, as I call her, Abby Rocket, uh, she asked you, Daddy, where, where's Santa Claus? And I said, you know, Santa Claus is sitting in the uh, in the Dago dungeon. He's a fat man with long silver hair. And he's not always known by Santa Claus. His name is Uncle Mosh. <laughs> Daddy, what would you ask Uncle Mosh for? Mosh for Christmas. I said, you know what I want for Christmas one year? One year. Monster Mash Cam wants record. to watch a Raider game with, with Uncle Mosh and Murph oh. in the Dago Dungeon. That, that's what I want. Maybe let's, let's make this happen. Let, let's bring the world together. Anyway, I just think that uh, that it would be fun to watch a, a Raider game with you guys. And I just thoroughly enjoy listening to you guys and, and just your 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 output on the game. And, and you make it really fun to be a Raider fan, and, and that's what we need right now, especially in a down season. Um, anyway, thanks for keeping it up, the good work, like as always. And, and, and shouting me out, you know, last week was great. Uh, the Sizzler, I loved it. And, uh, and, and, and for um, – oh, I'm drawing a blank uh, who, who the, the – the, the main guy is now. Uh, anyway, uh, the one you named last week. Take care, guys. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, go Raider Nation. Peace out. Absolutely. Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas to you too, Monster Mash Ken and your family. And uh, Uncle Mosh, so so I uh, when I was prepping for the show yesterday, uh, I heard that call, and I sent Ken the video of you playing Santa Claus, and I said, share this with Miss Abby. I said, share this with your daughter oh, nice, and nice. see if you recognize the voice, and he was cracking up because, as we all know, Uncle Mosh plays Santa Claus right, right. Uh, for on numerous occasions. I've been like, doing it about 30 years. You 30 really are years. Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, I really think I am. And, uh, you know, actually, I have a... a you never a, let me sit on your lap. I don't dig, <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I mean, there's there's actually never been a Pittsburgh Steeler fan on this lap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow look at that this is my uh this is one of my santa photos i had to uh i actually had to that and that's hanging on the raiders christmas tree that's kind of creepy isn't man. that fun so yeah that was i don't think about, i'd want to sit on that lap 20 years way. ago or so i don't know i call it my bad santa photo but uh, yeah, yeah i yeah. love it but yeah, that's yeah awesome. yes so uh uh thanks Master mash can and uh tell your kids we said uh uh happy hanukkah and merry christmas 
Yo, yo, this is Raider Kurt out of Sacktown, California. Original 1995 PSL Raider holder. Just listened to your show. Um, looked like it was recorded on Wednesday, show number 105. And about 20 minutes into the show, you gave props out to the original Black Hole, section 105. I'm calling to correct that because the original Black Hole is actually section 107. I sit in 107. Row one, seats five and six. And the original founding members was a guy named Cowboy, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but it was called Skull Patrol before it was even called um, the Black Hole. Skull Patrol. They used to have an old police car that they used to drive to each game. Like it was like a 1957 police car oh, that was all silver and black. Yeah. had some of the Raider legends' names painted on the car. In any case, that's the original Black Hole was 107. Um, I just wanted to report that. And, um, yeah, since then, you know, Gorilla Rilla and all the other guys kind of have migrated over to Section 105, which is more on the corner of the inside, right on the A, but right on the E. That's where Al Davis used to walk to. It's right that niche um, where you see a lot of the old Raider pictures with, with Al Davis and stuff talking to the original Black Hole is in that niche there, which is along the first baseline. That's 107, baby. So love your show. Just want to say good job. Go Raiders. <laughs> I appreciate the call. And, you know, there is a lot of truth to what he's saying. And look, the guy sits there and it, there's I think what happens, Mosh, is that uh, and, and I reported on 105 because that's what it's stated. It's it's on the the black hole website. It's I mean, that's all the published materials. I'll, I'll state that. Uh, so, but I think that it's like a lot of things when something happens organically, when it's not manufactured by the team, when this is a fan generated thing, it kind of manifests in different ways. And so there's probably a lot of truth to all of the stories. And like to give you a perfect example, a firsthand account, we're not the first Raider fan radio. We are the second, we came up with Raiders fan radio and there was prior to like the way that we know podcasting now, there was an internet quote radio show that was called Raider Fan Radio. And we know the guy that started that, Raider Rob, and we had a lot of talks with him early on when they, or this thing first started because we wanted to honor the fact that he came up with that name. Raiders Fan Radio was not done to Rob, not, no pun intended, take anything away from what he had already established. It was just coincidental. It was absolutely coincidental. We had another similar thing with, with the Pillaging Podcast. We had this similar tagline, a podcast by Raiders fans for Raiders fans. And when we found out that they started using it, and I didn't even ask who did it first, I just took it out. I just yep, quit doing yep. it. But so, I, so I think there's just a lot of case where these things that happen organically, they just all kind of a lot yep. of times happen yep. at the same time. So, uh, look, Black Hole to me is going to be 105. I said in that in that segment, it's really 103 to 108. Well, that includes 107, yep, what he had to absolutely. say. So it's, it's you know, I think we're kind of, you know, might be splitting hairs a little bit there. But uh, anyway, uh, Dave, uh, include you in on this. Uh, does, uh, does Steeler fan have a section of the stadium or – like you guys are, what are your, your fans are famous for what? Like the Renegade song that I know yeah, gets played I'm, or like. I'm sure I've never been, I, I was never, I never went to Three Rivers and I haven't been to Himes Field. So that I'm, you know, you might want to boot me off the, the show now. No, ah, I mean, you're going to, no, but that's like, you know, that's like, uh, you know, the Exodus, you know, my boys and I, Matthew and Miles talk about that. Man, we want to go to Heinz Field and see a game. We need to make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, but Absolutely. I'm sure there's a crazy 
section. There's got to be. There's got to be. I would think. Yeah. And, and I know that. And the the famous for the the stick song Renegade. Yeah, like that's a, like they play that song and mm-hmm. like the place goes ballistic. Like that's their. Big, yeah. And I don't even know how it came into be, but you if you watch it ever. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it every time sure, that you absolutely. you watch a Steelers game and you hear that at home. You hear that Renegade kick in and the crowd mm-hmm. just starts going Doesn't that's yeah. just starts going crazy. All right, Uncle Mosh, we got a couple more to get to, and of course. We're going to hear from uh, the man named Capo last week. Uh, David, if, if you call our show and you get your voicemail played three times, we call you Made Man. Well, then the next evolution of that is the Capo, right? It's the Maid right of the Made Men, and there's only one of those so far, and that's our buddy Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, Murph. Uncle Mosh, Sonny. Little Murph Nation. First off, this is a special <laughs> week, Aaron Q-Dog Raider, coming to you from the east side. Happy birthday to my brother Brian. He's a lifelong Steelers fan. So is my sister. Some of us even have Broncos fans yeah. in our family, but I digress. <laughs> I've watched the Raiders play live at the L.A. Coliseum, Jerry World out in Texas on Thanksgiving Day, M.T. Stadium out in Baltimore. But finally, I'm making my pilgrimage to the Oakland Alameda Coliseum to watch our beloved Raiders touch ten toes down right out there in the black hole. I'm going to watch those hated, yes, Uncle Mosh, I hate them too, those mustard and black clad bandwagoners, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, keep this in mind. We own the lifetime head-to-head against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but narrowly. Let's not go out there and pull a battle of the bay. All hands on deck. We have to win this game. Raider Nation, I remind you, please check out the YouTubes. Um, There's a young fellow by the name of Josh Allen. Uh, He just won a very major award. He's probably going to be in the running for every major defensive category. Uh, special award that they uh, give to anybody that that, that that just brings it week in and week out. Josh Allen is his name. Check him out. Um, that's all I got. I'll give you a post-game wrap-up. But uh, anybody that wants to get down, Aaron Q-Dog Raiders coming out there to the west side. I'll be having my uh, beloved Jack Tatum game jersey on. So you if you mind. see a big 6'5 brother walking around like he owns the town, that's me. Love black, this <laughs> silver. Group. All right, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, he's one of the best, one of our favorite callers. And uh, so, yeah, great stuff there uh, from Aaron. So, man, have fun. We know you're going to represent Raider Nation well. Uh, and, and as we mentioned, we got a few of our, our listeners that are, are headed out there to go to the game. And uh, how's that for timely, Mosh? You mentioned getting know, a Tatum right? jersey, and, and, uh, and Q-Dog's going to be rocking his out it. there at the game. Uh, real quick on Josh Allen, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this guy play. Uh, when MTSU played uh, the University of Kentucky this year, uh, I got a chance to see Josh Allen play. He's an outside linebacker slash defensive end for the University of Kentucky. He's a baller. He's amazing. Now, everybody is wound up about uh, Nick Bosa, who's Joey Bosa's kid brother, right, mm-hmm. out of Ohio State, and they're projecting him to be the first-round uh, pick. Um, the Bosas have a dad that's kind of like LeVar Ball, like he's one of those kind of dads. Ah. And the Raiders don't need that kind of an influence going on with the team right now. So I'm thinking if the Raiders end up with a, with a with a number one pick, it might not be a bad idea to to drip to pull uh, to trade out of that pick. And then pick somebody like Josh Allen from University sure. of Kentucky in like the four or five spot or whatever. We'll see a lot of dynamics going into the draft, but this Josh Allen man is an absolute stud. I'm with Q Dog on that, and uh, you know he plays at SEC schedule at, a, at, at a University of Kentucky, but Kentucky not really known for their football in the mm-hmm. SEC right, like right. Alabama or whatever. Sure. But man, he's great. He's great. So I'm definitely with with Q Dog on that. All right, one more Uncle Mosh. Let's hear from another made man and our buddy uh, Ron in Ohio. 
Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ron. Uh, despite the act- outcome of the last couple weeks, man, I think if you squint really hard and watch those games, you can start to see some uh, offensive and defensive systems starting to unfold there, which is nice. It's starting to look like guys are playing within the system and establishing their rules a little better than before, where it seemed like everybody was out of position all the time. Um, so, you know, you can kind of get a look into the future there. We sprinkle some talent into there, and I think we're uh, in good shape. And uh, I think, uh, you know, the Steelers are kind of the masters of playing down to their competition. So hopefully we can uh, sneak a win out. Don't be surprised if we sneak a win on the Steelers here. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Ah. I'm cutting over to you for a reaction shot, Dave. What do you think? Playing down to their competition? Yeah, how's that yeah. make you feel? <laughs> I guess they're going to have to play down this week. Oh, Ooh. that was that was that was good, Dave. Ooh. That was good. Yeah. You, you feel better about this no, ex- experience now? <laughs> wow, hang on a second, Come Dave. The, we got yeah, something okay, for you. There you go. All right. So hey, uh, Murph. <laughs> so we have a hat winner. Oh yes. Okay. So, so we 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 did a little contest, and we said, hey. Send us your story that has to do, because we're in the holiday season, you know, we've got everything going on from, I mean, I, you know, holiday season for us and our family, it actually starts, you know, it, it starts before Halloween. We, yes. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, and it goes. And Dave it, is still rocking Halloween he's right still now. Yeah. Halloween, <laughs> right. He's got yeah. his best, you know, uh, yeah. diners, drives, <laughs> yeah. outfit on. But anyway, uh. So we love we love holidays. We love holidays because holidays involve food, and we love food. and And uh, so we we had this we had this thing, and we said, you know, let's do a your best Raiders holiday story, and you'll win this forty seven Bridgestone Raiders hat. And uh, we got a winner. We, so, we got a winner. We couldn't we got, even wait till Christmas, Uncle no. Mark, because the email that we got this week. Was fantastic. And it this was, is one and, of the best emails we've ever had. And, and it's it's from a caller that we've had before, Jack in Albany, Oregon. And I'm going to read you the whole thing. It's it's really quite funny. He says, uh, "Murph, Uncle Mosh, so I'm trying to write this because I really want a hat, and I'm <laughs> trying to replenish my Raiders stuff that's been lost during the great divorce of 2017 uh-huh. by the she who shall remain nameless ex-wife Patriot fan." Which is just as stupid to me because she's from England, not New England. She's from London, frickin' England. I had to explain to her why the Patriots were named the Patriots and why they had that little guy on the side of their helmet. And the reason we call it New England is because Old England sucked. <laughs> Being to her, no made... offense to our silver and black UK listeners. Right, right, right. We're talking about, but we're talking about two hundred years ago, England. Okay, yes, it's yes, better yeah, now. yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, Being yeah. married to her made me until my own tuck rule, except that I, <laughs> for I called it the tuck and run. Anyway, I digress. Murph, Uncle Mosh. Excuse me. The year was 1995. Never mind you. While I am from Indianapolis, I was actually raised in Las Vegas. So this Christmas, I went home to Indiana to visit my family. It was December 24th, and we were downstairs watching football on Christmas Eve. Now, mind you, I'm a very Catholic Italian family, and my great grandmother was from Sicily. He, he could he could hey, probably be in our family. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> grandmother grew up in New York, where Dave's from, and uh, 
The Raiders were vying for a wild card. They were 8-7. and seven. It's the last game of the freaking season, and we're playing the Denver jackasses, led by the horse-faced killer himself, John Elway. <laughs> now, to put things in perspective, understand that there was a house full of eight women and only three men, one of which is a teenager, me. So they're wanting to yammer and talk over the football game anyway, and we're all getting pissed. And in the traditional sense, you can feel the tension and electricity going through the house. This is because it's Christmas time and everyone's excited. So it's also time for another because- shot. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Okay, take take your take, there we go. Uncle Inhaler there. There you go. That's a little intermission here on the email and go. Okay. So it's now oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Exhale. Okay, so uh you sound like you've done that before. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh it's probably why this cough is so bad. Anyway, Christmas time and everyone's excited. It's also because there's a football game on TV and it's close and the guys are, 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 we're all going at it, right? We're yelling at the TV. Another thing that's happening is my grandmother's cats are hiding because they're nervous. My grandmother (laughs) had this large gray cat that liked to bite people. Anyway, we're yelling at the football game and the fact we're going to lose by three freaking points. Needless to say, the house is very loud at this point. And I hear my two aunts arguing about where Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. One said Orlando. The other one said Miami. And they both turn around to my grandfather, who's half deaf, and ask him, <laughs> Lewis, where are the Buccaneers at? And he responds by yelling, under my bucking head. <laughs> Needless to say. Buccaneers and his bucking yeah. eyes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under yeah. his bucking head. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> needless to say. We got him a hearing aid after that. <laughs> hearing where <laughs> where you are and, you know, underneath his, his, his effing ears is a long cry from where the Buccaneers are. Anyway, meanwhile, with all the yelling going on, people managed to miss the fact that there's a gray cat stalking one of the 17 nativity scenes that are set up all around the house. Because, you know, remembering the reason behind Christmas is important to all of us Catholics. So now the game comes to a close, and the Raiders lose to the Broncos 31-28, ending the season 8-8. Eight eight. The Grey Cat decides he's going to pounce the nativity scene, kidnap the Virgin Mary, and rush for more yards than Napoleon <laughs> Kaufman did the entire game. Oh, my God. To which the response of my stepfather is, <laughs> who looks like a young Kevin Green chasing down the cat with my mom in tow, screaming behind him, yelling the following, Mom, Mom, the cat has Mary with the cherry. And at this point, the cat has now turned down the hall. The cat has now turned down the hall and is returning toward the nativity scene. He's accumulated more yards than Rocket Ishmael did the previous game we just watched. And my grandmother's spouting shades of Bill Cower with a very angry face very offended because, mind you, she's Italian and Catholic, started screaming at the top of her lungs at my mom. Don't say that, Kim. This is God. <laughs> Just say GD. <laughs> this is a GD sacrilege using the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> the irony of that just cracks me up. The irony is not lost on the teenage me, and I start uh. laughing my head off, to which I had a multiple projectiles launched at me, all of which I caught with, ultimately, which ultimately gave me more reception than James Jett and Tim Brown had that day. <laughs> 
Regardless, out of nowhere, my Aunt Christy ends up sacking the cat with shades of Howie Long bleeding through. I can still watch the impact happening in my head in slow motion 23 later, twenty-three years later, and the cat fumbles Mary with a cherry, which oddly looks like <laughs> oh all the Raiders' God. running backs' last oh games God. at Kansas City. In oh, the man. end, the Raiders may have lost the Christmas Eve and not gone to the playoffs, but I feel like my entire house did. The funniest thing is that big gray cat got the last laugh as he bit my aunt to draw blood, yet still didn't draw as many penalty yards as the Raiders did that day. <laughs> Happy holidays to you all and we, and your families. Be safe and joyous. Go Raiders. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was pretty that good. Was the, the whole family needs the, counseling. Get the applause there, Mosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well done. Wow. Well done. So that was Jack in Oregon. Is that correct? So Jack in Oregon, congratulations. You're going to, you win the, uh, the Raiders 47 Bridgestone golf hat. Uh, shoot me an address, my man. And I will get that in the mail uh, to you. Dave, what do you think about that story? That's what I, oh I have gosh. no words. I, know, right? I have no and words. Jack, Mary with a cherry, huh? <laughs> Never heard that one. Uh, and Jack, I apologize for butchering that. I was having my, I was having one of my cough attacks, and uh, I was trying not to laugh because I knew that would bring up the... <laughs> the night quills wearing off. <laughs> no. <laughs> you did Gotta good, Mosh. Shot, you, did, you did good. Oh you made it through gosh, it. Like so I said, good. your yeah, Uncle Mosh well is done. Play. Yeah, your Uncle Mosh is playing injured. You did a good job. You did a good job. All right. Well, listen, we, guys, we are we are right at two hours, so we're going to go ahead and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll play some more of this stuff at the end. Uh, but we want to thank all of you that joined us on the Sea of Fans Mailbag this week. Thank you for your calls and your emails. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. (laughs) Hey! All right, Raider Nation, thank you for for joining us here on another uh, episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Check us out anywhere you can find a podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We are anywhere you can find a podcast. You can find us and especially look for us on the YouTubes. Uh, That is YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S fan cave and uh, please like and subscribe to us this live stream thing has become our new favorite thing to do here uh, with the show and so we appreciate all the support that you give us there Uh, and that includes the chat room so thank you to the chat room for joining us I can't scroll up but some names I can see there done with the internet Sean Garcia John Switzer the Raider critique pirate 1975 uh, Mojo Cantrell uh, who else Aaron the Q-Dog Raider Ron Uh, man thank you guys so much for supporting what we do and thank you for joining us on on Raider fan radio but uncle mosh uh really most importantly for tonight's sake thank you david northrop for joining us here in the fan cave my man thank Thank you you. thank you for having me guys thank you for not bottling bodily harming me no man you were you were great you uh uh thank you for you you play well with others david well thanks i thought i'd be yeah yeah. No, nah, we don't want to pick on you too bad, right? Yeah. You know, you know. But so thank you for, for, uh, for uh, yeah. you know, you know, Absolutely. joining us. And, and I'll see you this Sunday. 
Absolutely good. Yeah, good. I'll, I'll yeah. be here. We're going to break that uh, losing streak record for every time I come to visit so and watch the Steelers play. So says you. So says me. So says you. So let's. Uh, so real quick before we get out of here, though, you got any uh, final thoughts or predictions about the game coming up this week? I mean, you know, uh, it'll be a give good. Give us one. your analysis. Uh, it'll be good. I think it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game. I think that uh, it'll be a good game. You know, it's kind of one of those teams, right, that you don't really see a lot of blowouts, right? Like we did we, when we went through the, the rundown. There's the occasional blowout, but for the most part, these teams play pretty close. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, whoever plays most consistent ball is going to bring it home. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good deal. Well, we appreciate Thank you again for joining us. Yeah, it's thanks been for a lot having fun, me, guys. Man. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a lot a of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Good, good time having you. You want to, uh, after Uncle Mosh drops the tagline, you want to play us out? Sure. Oh, yeah. that would rock. While I'm doing the tagline, you can get set up. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so. So uh, we had some, we had some, uh, we had fun tonight. We, first time we've ever done that with a, uh, with a, with a, an opposing fan, and, and it was a good choice by us as somebody that we're friends with and somebody that we care a lot about. And uh, you know, I, I, I have to go back in 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 honor of uh, in honor of Dave Northrup, you know, being here with us. I just I got to quote a little tagline from our buddy Florida Raider. Uh, basically, he said this, and he said this just for you. Shut your pie hole. So, uh, but for Raiders fans, made men, there is no rest. And don't ever forget, what's done in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Especially this talk about Carr um, being benched, being traded, this, that, but he's talking heads on TV. You know, we should all just shut their pie holes. You know, this guy. For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy... 
Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.